Blog Talk Radio. So the first one we have, what books would you guys recommend to combat black Hebrew Israelite or even expound on that movement a little bit as well? Anybody? Uh, yeah, I think um, I think the, one of the keys to Hebrew Israelites is knowing your Bible because they're going to really hit you with your knowledge of the Bible. I think one of the things that's helpful for that is um, I'm going to look up this one on gospel, um, the, um, the relationship between law the law and the new covenant you really need to understand that a good book to help with that is a book that may still be in print it's called continuity discontinuity very good book um that that came out like years ago but it's not for hebrew israelites but it's just you understanding that there's also a new series that south southern baptist theological seminary just put out on the bible one of it's just called the ten commandments it's an orange is it orange or blue um mo the, the one i get the one i showed you it's orange. Yeah, orange. And it's it's online. Also, Vocab Malone did put out a book on Hebrew Israelites. The title, don't let the title sort of take you off because it says Obama versus Hebrew Israelites. But he gives, it's more of a camp-based book. So it's more of the camp. When you're looking at more of talking to more of the individualistic Hebrew Israelites, or you going like Pastor Dowell and them, or the dude in Louisiana. Um, what's his name? The dude in Louisiana? Got to got the church. He's basically a church, but they is they call themselves Israelites. I, I'll look it up in a second. But when it comes to, when it comes to those type of groups, it's difficult to sort of pin them except for knowing your Bible. So, but those are the few books that I would recommend. Eric, one second. Explain Old Testament versus New Testament knowledge and how the Hebrew Israelites will focus on Old Testament and lack of the church's knowledge of Old Testament. Great point. Thanks for um helping me clarify that. Um, because I'm just running past stuff. So y'all keep doing that to me. Um, cause I think it's helpful for me. Uh, I, one of the things that I don't think we know well is how the law relates to the new covenant. I think the church is very weak at that. I think we just say we're under, we're not on the law, we're under grace, but the Bible says all scripture is profitable for doctrine. So that means that we should, we should be getting doctrine about God. Cause Jesus says you search the scriptures for in them, you think you find eternal life but they all speak of me. He was talking about Genesis to Malachi, not Matthew to Revelation in context. And so that means that there is things about Jesus Christ that we can learn from studying the law of Moses, the prophets, the Proverbs. And so I think that one of the things that we need to be, and I think pastors need to know this very, very well, you, for yourself, how does the Old Testament relate to the new covenant? Um, what does it mean in Matthew chapter 5, 17? When it says, um, Jesus, I did not come to, uh, to abolish or destroy the law. I came to fulfill it. What does fulfill mean? How does Galatians help us to understand the law? How does Romans help us to understand the law? And so I think it's, and, and, and how does um, Colossians chapter 2 help us to understand the law? Key law passages. I think it's very, very helpful for you to have within the matrix of your system, you and I, for us to understand how does the law of Moses, whether we break it up into civil, moral, uh, uh, law or not, how do we understand how that relates to the new covenant? Oh, I say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us pray. Run on up. This is what he does. Show us your moon. Oh, show 
boy Never you again disrespect Poopa album watch on boy Never tell me about me mother Never try that boy You knock half like a douche bag sushi boy Brown and green but you no name fits right Or you move like you smart you no name Libri With your turban and your puppet smile you smurf for boy You call yourself a king and you don't heal John Hoy You's not a rasta shatter and you gone a toy You think you're sasa pepper but you start like toy Start like a fish and your aunt is spoiled Low like water bill you going get deployed Me tell you sayonara Hiroshima boy Miss a lyrical bomb you going get destroyed You try sample me style but you no name a Kai Me heavy like a gas man and ready like a guy I mean no need to sound like Chris just to sing bye 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 I don't take no disrespect Good boy make you run and fret Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth You put a hope like not I don't like thought Good boy, tell you, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Idiot boy, say goodbye to blue sky, you is not pink flight Yes, you pink like Alicia, that's a bad news boy You try jump like Lamar, but you fat like Roy Chatterbox like a robot, should I call you tried You is dirty like a cool and cleanse pampas boy Or your mouth full of muscle, you a oyster boy Or your breast and pumped up, you is a monster ride Better calm down yourself, smoke a giant boy You never take the pilot, you have no passing drunk boy I don't take no disrespect Good boy make you run and fret Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth You put a hope like not I don't like thought Good boy tell you shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Try to raise your price to rush me, boy Yellow tape on your mouth, you a crime scene, boy You put a yam no color loose, still can't touch papai Your maga don't like Caleb with a wimpy smile You dusty young corrupted like Sylvia's file You bankrupt like GM, bills them stock compile You should escape on the Bronco like OJ, boy I don't take no disrespect Good boy, make you run and fret Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth You put a hope like not, I don't like thought Good boy, tell you, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Shout your mouth, shout your mouth Say, man, it's Ali, the great Muhammad Ali. To say, man, 
Rumble, young man, Rumble. What's up, family? How, how y'all doing out there? Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom. How y'all doing out there? Hope y'all been having a fantastic Saturday, man. Hope everything's been going well with you out there. Oh, yes, sir. I hope your day been terrific, man. I hope you had a magnificent day or magnificent day. What's up, family? How y'all doing out there, man? Always just coming in here clowning, man. You need to stop that, Ariah. Come on, just do the show, bro. Stop that clowning. But yes, sir, most definitely, man. I hope y'all been having a good day today. Like I said, once once again, always thank you for tuning in uh, right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Whether you're listening in live right now or you're listening in on the archives, however you catch us, we thank you for catching us right here. Uh, like I said, whether you're live right here on Blog Talk Radio or you can catch us right there on Talk Show as well, where we do simulcasting uh, right here. You know, we simulcast from here and Talk Show. So thank you always for talk, uh, tuning in to this uh, radio station and always listening in. Um, Catch the archive shows from your Apple devices right there in the iTunes store. Um, you can catch us Culture Freedom Radio in your iTunes store. Uh, you can listen in live through uh, various outlets such as TuneIn Radio, uh, Pod FM, and there's a lot more, y'all. And y'all don't even know that we broadcast uh, as well. Even on some Hispanics or Mexican podcast stations, yeah. Uh, I was shocked to find that out, but yeah, even these podcasts here, even the Migos, Migos, Apostle Migos, they even get a chance to listen to Culture Freedom Radio Network, most definitely, man. So they get a chance to hear old Chief Rabbi David Israel talking crazy about them. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, y'all. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's blog talk and party. But, man, I don't care who hear the word, man. I just want the word to get out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so peace, man. Tonight, you know, this, um, tonight we're coming in the house, man, on behalf of, because, you know, the brothers asked last night that, that we can come on again. Asked when we was going to come on. So, hey, man, we, has, we ended last night with such a good show, man. I'm telling you. So we've decided to just come on here tonight and just continue the conversation. I uh, hope maybe the brother brothers will come on in here later. <clears throat> you know, just come on in here. We can continue. And I thank the couple brothers for coming in last night. Uh, brother Sumter, man, Fort Sumter coming in last night, throwing down on some information, sharing some things in there, uh, on here as well. Uh, good brother Alpha Male as well. Peace out, good brother Alpha Male. And Brother Justice always in the house, man, here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. Man, I'm telling y'all, man, I'm telling you, God, Brother Justice, and all of you who listen in, uh, always got to say appreciate it, man, because, you know, this show wouldn't be nothing without you. We can host, we can talk all we want to, but, man, you the listeners, hey, you make the show as well. Um, so that's what we got tonight here. We just said, man, just the title is just... Uh, what a strange world we live in because last night we were just going into some things last night, man. Just wow. <laughs> y'all know the chief rabbi, he got some things for y'all, man. The chief, <laughs> he got some things. Boy, the chief was laying it down hard last night, wasn't he? Man, uh, 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 it, god damn, y'all. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my composure, you know. Uh, he, the chief was revealing some transsexuals, some transgenders, some some this person, that person last night, man. It's like God. It's like damn. Who? What? What they say? Y'all already say who can you trust? Who can you believe is male or female nowadays, man? I'm telling y'all, man. It's it's wild, man. Y'all know the chief, <laughs> the chief boy, and y'all he hard on them red bones, ain't he, y'all? He hard on them red bones. 
the chief, that's the chief rabbi, David Israel, man. I love him, man. That's my brother, man. That's my good brother, man. Can't do it without him, man. Can't do it without him. I appreciate the brothers too, man. Um, so tonight we just want to come in here and just talk about a couple of things, you know, just throw some things on the table. Um, also, man, um, we y'all. I wish I could share this picture with y'all. I wish I could share this picture with y'all. But man, I seen some some thing. I got something that that was shared to me. Oh Lord, have mercy! I'm gonna get Chief started up early, y'all. Got to be more careful. Why you can't wait, Aria, before you say this? Well, shit, I really didn't have nothing too much to throw on the table, but. Let me put this out. The chief, I shared it with the chief. Rabbi. We, that was a picture that I've got, and I shared it with the chief rabbi, David Israel. Let me, let me see. Can I, let me pull this picture up, y'all, so I can tell y'all. Oh man, it's the. Can I put this word in there? Yeah, don't do it. Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Oh God damn it! The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is kissing. And I don't know who it is, but it looked like Father Flager. Yeah, it looked like Father Flager. And 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 I'm not gonna say they kissing. The way the picture looked like they kissing each other in the mouth. Maybe Farrakhan kissing him on the jaw, but it it, it looked like he kissing him in the mouth. Oh y'all, goddamn! But you see that if y'all can see that picture, man. But he kissing the honorable Elijah Muhammad said the devil. <laughs> But hell, y'all know some people say, hell, they in bed with the devil. Man, hey, that's where y'all y'all can see that picture, man. It's, it's got to be more damn careful. Yeah, but Farrakhan, then they got some pictures with him standing with some, um, I don't know what, what type of so-called, so-called Jews he was standing with. And y'all know he's so, so-called always get in trouble and whatnot, saying stuff about the Jews, but... You know, you see different pictures with him with the Jews and this and that and another, but I'm trying to find this thing. I'm going to place on with the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan uh, talking bad about the Jews, you know, but, you know, it's, a, it's all smoking mirrors. A lot of this stuff we always say, man, it's just smoking mirrors. You you know, uh, it's, you, you don't really know, man. These people play so many damn games because they are in bed with each other, man. Oh, I got it right here. They are so embedded with each other, and it's all a game because y'all got to look at and realize that a lot of these people, man, are in a lot of um, secret societies together. Yeah, they're in a lot of secret societies together. They're in bed and cahoots with each other, man. Whether y'all know it or not, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, they are. And so it's a lot of bull crap, man, amongst these people. They play these goddamn, damn, excuse me, play these damn games such in each other. And all, a lot of times they're always in cahoots with each other, man. You know, it's, it's, it's like wrestling. You know, they play like they battling each other. And the whole time, man, they, they, they all on the same team. You know, the wrestlers, they work for the same damn company. And they play like they such enemies with each other and shit. That's how a lot of these cats are, man. You know, so don't y'all think, man, that Farrakhan ain't one of them goddamn ones and, and, and a lot of other ones. I'm not just going to say Farrakhan, but who are not. Uh, they play the game, play this racial game to keep you hyped up emotionally and it's this and that. Man, I'm telling y'all, man, it's a just a lot of bull crap out here. Um let me throw out a couple of books for y'all right fast. Recommended books. Y'all I know I always talk about that book, uh, Behold the White Horse. Man, y'all got to get that book, brothers and sisters. 
got to get that book. So you can understand, man, this old wicked-ass system, this world, and things that y'all out here worshiping and um, things about these inter- – they don't talk about the entertainers, but it's a lot of stuff that's around us that you 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 don't actually understand and know about. And um, things go back to a lot of these ancient uh, uh, cultures and different that, uh, I'm going to say paganistic cultures and – Man, I'm telling y'all, y'all got to understand. And, and, and let me say one thing right fast. I got to clear up something as well. Uh, I know, and I didn't, didn't touch on this last night. Uh, my good brother, you know, Far Sumter, he he made the uh, statement. And not to go against the brother, you no know, beat up on the brother, nothing like that. Y'all ain't dead. I said, I'm going to come back and I'm going to give y'all the recommended books. But I got to say this while I said was on my mind. That the Bible, now he said something that's, that's, that's partly true. About when he said the Bible is not, it was not meant to take literal. It was not meant to be taken literal. To some degree, well, let me clear this. Let me say this. When you make this, when the statement is being made, that's by anybody, y'all. When the statement is being made by somebody, the Bible is not meant to be taken literal. That in itself is an untrue statement. Now, now listen to what I said, because when we're talking today, when we're talking today as the Bible, what we see, and I like to say the, the compilation, the, big, the, the book that you might have as the book is the compilation of different strolls that have been put together that goes back over thousands of years that, you know, the Bible had what it said was written over a thousand over a thousand some years, and then at one particular time, then it came into a compilation and compiled as we have it today. So when you say that Bi- that Bible was not meant to be taken literal, now listen to the Bible was not or the book was not meant to be taken literal. Actually, that's not true. But here we go. There's some portions that inside of it is not meant to be taken literal. So when you say the Bible is not, some people just think you talk about the whole book. Now notice that because you got to be careful when we say certain things. And, and you know, when we put out certain things, we got to be careful because the people think, well, the Bible, see, that I told y'all that Bible ain't shit. Throw it in the garbage, this and that. It ain't, it just, it's a, it's a fictional book. It should have been a library under fiction. There's portions that's not to be meant, to be, uh, that's not meant to be taken literal. And I give you an example. Can I give y'all an example? Yes, I think I should. We just had, not too long ago, Passover for the, you know, uh, the Hebrews or what they're not I'm gonna say Hebrews, but uh Yashala, which we call Israel, or Israelites or some even the Jews, y'all know, uh, who claim, you know, that state. And but the Christians celebrate what they call Easter, which y'all can look actually look up the word. Really the Easter and even when it was in the Bible, it's supposed to have been Passover, meaning Passover. When it was actually in the Bible, they had one time it was in there said um and it said, "Yeah, um, let me get it right. Easter, but it meant, and it had the note to say Passover. But, but to go on, though, go on. You know, there's the part here. Where I'm trying to give y'all something about the literal part. When it talks about in the Bible, where it says Yahawashah, A.K.A. Jesus. I'm saying Jesus, y'all, from a Christian family like that. They might be listening or anybody else. So when it says so-called Yahawashah." That was having his the last what they call the last supper with his disciples, right? And I had to ask this question too for my Christian family. 
why were they there even? What was the purpose of them even there having the last supper? What was that all about? What was that last meal about? What was it what was going on while they was having that meal? Now they called the last meal because it was supposed to mean now as they have it later, it was the last meal because it said after that he was gonna die. You know what I'm saying? But you know, uh so that's why they have it written in the Bible, which y'all see people call it the last supper because that was his last time having that so called Passover meal with his disciples because he had several Passover meals with the disciples, you know, because that was a, because he was an Israelite. So that was the one the tradition of the Israelites to have the Passover feast. Yes, sir. Y'all, y'all got that part. Okay. So in that, uh, in the Passover feast, when they was, had the, the wine and the uh, bread and, you know, at that meal, it, you know, y'all see where it says he took the bread and, you know, he took the wine, which they have today, what they call communion in the church today, which is some, never mind, get it long right now. But he took the bread and he broke it and told them, this is the bread, this bread symbolized my body, you know, so far. I'm not quoting it as it was said, uh, represents the, you know, my body and this and that. And remembrance, break this as remembrance of my body. You know what I'm saying? Then the wine, and they say, it's the, you know, the, you know, the blood. But the Christians take that and they make that something literal saying that is actually his body. The bread is symbolizing or that is his body. And they partaking when they eat those little wafers and crackers and stuff like that. Oh, y'all, that's some symbolism stuff in this Catholic church. Now, when they do it with that wafer, that's sun worship and actually blood worship. They don't, Now, that's what the Catholic church Catholicism because – this a whole this whole different dynamic now, I'm telling y'all. But let me stay on track. There's a whole bunch of stuff y'all have really got to learn about this bull crap. Uh about what the Christian church and Catholicism uh have put out, the Catholic Church, and they Satanistic shit. But go back. So when they're doing that, it wasn't actually saying that you gonna take when you do when and do it and his telling his disciples when they eat they got to do this all the time that they do this is 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 taking up his body and drinking uh his blood when they drink the wine at the meal no 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 see now that is not a literal not to be taken literal now when you make that statement that the Bible is not literal now that's when this mean now don't take that literal because but what was going on with that that he was making that statement because he was saying that every time that you y'all next that y'all start having these Passover feasts and y'all well not just the Passover feast when the time y'all ever sit and have a meal and y'all break the bread because that is that's all that's a tradition that goes through uh with the customs now during Passover and um you know, a lot of so-called the Jews, they still do it when they take this, you know, the breaking of the bread, doing the Passover, you know, different traditional uh, traditions. It does, still does this. And it's just saying, remember, you know, uh, what I've what I've going through. Remember, you know, saying what I've gone through, the suffering and, you know, hey, man, this is what I had to go through. And the blood, my blood was shed, man, for the, you know, to save uh, y'all sins. And it was, you know. Because, you know, to get y'all back, because it's just like this. I'm trying to not make it all spooked out for somebody to think I'm trying to preach some goddamn Christianity. <laughs> but it's just like anybody who stand up today. And that's what I take the whole story about uh, uh, Yahweh Shah. It wasn't about no real, no spooked out stuff, man. Like, 
It's just anybody who come to speak out against or trying to raise you up, right, and get you away from your sinful way. It could be either one of us today. And we're speaking out against, uh, like we talk about this homosexual agenda that's going on. We know that's a sinful thing. That's a, It goes against the – y'all can say the laws of nature. It goes against that. So if it goes against that – um. You know, it's like you going against nature. So when any time you even say the word sin, it means to transgress, the transgression. So even those who believe in, I don't care if you believe in the comedic way, and you know y'all have the negative confession. So anytime a person does that from the comedic tradition, they still transgress what the laws of Maat, right? When they could practice homosexuality, don't they transgress or go against the laws of Maat? So don't make it spooky. We make it talk about Israel and. The, you still transgress. You go against that from the laws of my eye when you practice homosexuality. When you go out stealing, you go out robbing because y'all having a negative confession. Thou, I have not done those type of things. All right, raise your hand, brother Dave, when you're ready. Come on through, brother. I got you. I'm just narrating for a second to get this in here. Um, so this this whole thing with that notion, I I think with even Yahweh uh, Shah when his people or uh, the Israelites were gone astray and doing all kind of manner of things, worshiping this different gods and you know and all this type of stuff, getting all kind of paganism and all these other kind of stuff, worshiping Roman gods, marrying into other customs and uh, women that they had no business not marrying into, tying into, you know what I'm saying? All this other crap that they weren't supposed to, but it was just trying to come and raise them up and stop them from uh, going astray and doing the things that they shouldn't be doing. Go, well, y'all gonna say going against the laws of God or going against the laws of nature, however y'all want to fix it up, whatever make it fine for you. But anyway, that's what it's about. The river, and, and he was killed at the same time. And I would say, yeah, he was killed because y'all know shit that that happened today. Anybody that comes in our time to try to raise up our people and stop them from going again, I mean, going uh, with the agenda, and they got a, a following. Don't we say this today? When they got a following, and the people start to move off of the things that you put out that's against whatever the system. Uh, want don't they come after you don't we say they come after you let's go back again let's talk about Farrakhan now isn't some of the things that Farrakhan is talking about don't, don't, don't some of this stuff does go against the big agenda now we know sometimes he in the bed with the agenda but sometimes it, it goes against some of the agenda and some of the people wake up because we know we got a lot of following so what they say they banned them off Facebook so it's the same thing. It's like a person. It, 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 it's like a persecution, because they don't want him to wake up the people. So even at the time of so-called Yahushua, it don't want them to wake up the people, man. And the same thing is going again. If you take that story of Yahushua, who who did it say that wanted him dead? Hit because if y'all understand who were the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and all of this stuff, they were Israelites. See, you get this notion that the Romans killed him, but it was his own goddamn people who were the Pharisees. The Pharisees were Israelites. The Sadducees were Israelites. The Sanhedrins were Israelites. The Essenes were Israelites. I know y'all don't hardly hear these names. They were they they were Israelites. They still exist to goddamn day, but they under different names. You got some goddamn Pharisees here today. Let me give y'all an example. When you got, and, and the same thing that happened with him, 
that was trying to raise up his people and stop them from falling falling into the hands of all this wicked ass system of this world, right? The same thing today, if you got a, a, a true man or woman that's out here preaching against or teaching against this 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 wicked system today, we got our own so-called black people in our community that will go to the enemy and turn your ass in and ask that your enemy kill you. Ask that your enemy lock you up for you trying to do a righteous thing. Let's go with let me take take an example. Let me I'm gonna take an example. I don't know the whole ins and outs, y'all, but I'm gonna just take this as an example. Look at Dr. York. Look at Dr. York. Now, Dr. York was building, had built the community, got thousands of followers, thousands all over the damn world. Not just in America. Built a city, I mean built a uh had some land, four hundred and some odd acres of land. Donald Elijah Muhammad said we got to have some land, a piece of this earth for ourselves. He bought 400-some acres of land, y'all. Who got some land today, y'all? Who got some land? Who got some land? Which one of y'all communities got some land today in y'all building today? But anyway, he bought some land. And 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 even though the people was into this comedic stuff and all of this stuff, they built what they call Tamaray of the West. And he even said that, you know, a lot of us, we can't go over there to Egypt over there. So, hell, we'll build one right here. We'll build it right here because he said to hell, the Egyptians are right here too. So, you'll build that where you at. We'll build it where you stand. You ain't got to go over there. You can build it right here where you stand. So, he built Tamaray right here so you can live out your culture right here. Because you still, if you know, those we were saying we was Israelites. I mean, not Israelites. At that moment, we was comedic. We was committed, uh, commissions or whatever y'all want to say. So, we built that. Went through the customs and traditions as they did, the, the traditional dress and all of that, the rituals and all of that down there in Tamaray. So he built the land, man. And then what happened? We was living the culture, man. We was doing a lot of the things that a lot of people we read in the damn books. It was living that, living out the traditions. And what happened? The Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Sanhedrin, his own people, came up against him and I, and 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 went and did what? Y'all, know, how many of y'all know this story about what happened to Dr. York? It was his own people, like the psalm said, his son turned him in. Judas, his own son turned him in. Uh, went, ain't gonna say turned him in. Well, went and they said fabricated a story. Went to the feds and things, turned in and turned him in. And it the same thing that happened to Yahweh I'm not saying Dr. York was your high shot, but I'm just giving y'all an example. These type of things still happen today. Look, so that story that even happened to the high shot still, goddamn it, happened to this very day. Your people will usher your ass up when you out here trying to help liberate them and stop them because they getting, because they living high off this crooked ass system. They into this satanic system. And they benefit off this. They enter this. Just because we also call melanated being, we also call black being, black, whatever y'all want to use. Don't mean we all righteous. Nimrod's supposed to have been a black man. Nimrod was one of the wicked motherfuckers that ever walked the goddamn planet. So don't you think for one second or one iota, have one iota that this shit don't happen for real. His own people usher them up, just like they would do to your ass today when you give the teaching the truth and standing on the truth and waking the people. And when you stand on the truth and put the truth out and the people start acting upon those truths, 
that you put out, you better not think now time ain't no black mother sucker ain't going to come out and turn your ass in to the enemy and get some token, get some pieces of silver like Judas. So, but that story holds, so I don't know how I went on too much. I went some everywhere and where y'all with that one. But, <laughs> but the thing is, the breaking of the bread and stuff wasn't to be taken literal. So with the whole thing about it, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, historical stuff in this Bible. So y'all got to understand this. It's a history book. It's made up of poetry, poems, songs. But it is history in it. And y'all got to know how to thoroughly research and find the history. They have, just like y'all have, when y'all got uh, people do archaeology in, in Kemet, they have people who do biblical archaeology. I might not be pronouncing that right, y'all. You know, I get tired, Tom. Who go and do groundwork diggy. But see, you, you ain't going to know that because you some of us, we're too busy trying to discredit the, 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 uh, the biblical history or the Israelites because that's something your enemy have put on your ass, too. So, but there's a lot. Of, I've got books called the Atlas of the Bible. You can go with man any books and buy uh, um, a lot of history book, Atlas Bibles and stuff, and you can see actual pottery, uh, landmarks, temples, tombs. Y'all said they ain't got no bodies, and now they ain't really saying they found no bodies, but y'all, they found the, these type of things that's in here that take you back. I know such thing as David, but I, I beg to differ. There's places you can go, man. You can see they have the city of Daoud or David. Not David Israel, y'all. I got to make that clear. Not the chief rabbi. He might got a city somewhere. I don't know, y'all. Let me bring this brother in here. But I just had to put that on the record, man. So when you say that the Bible is not to be taken literal, you got to really explain that because that could be generalized. There's some things in it not to be taken literal, but you got to explain even what the part you mean when even that part is not to be taken literal. You got to explain, explain the portion about how it's meant to be taken, because even though y'all got a lot of people who into this occult stuff, you got witches who read the book. That show you how powerful it is. You got now. I'm, I'm gonna pull up. A, I'm gonna find a clip while Chief Rabbi is in there talking, and it show you that even people who practice witchcraft, and the Bible does speak against witchcraft. But you got people who's into witchcraft. They show you how powerful this Bible is. That they still use the Bible, even though the Bible speaks against their ass practicing witchcraft. They still are going in it and say they use it to enhance their magic. Because there they were, the, the Israelites were tapping into a lot of spiritual bullshit. They ain't had no business to. They got chastised for it as well. The Chief Rabbi David Israel is in the house, y'all. Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. The Chief Rabbi, I'm going to pull up this thing while I go in. Hey, Shabbat Shalom. Man, I'm in, my, I'm, in the, I'm in the car chilling because it's raining like hell, and I got my brother, my my brother and his folks got guests over, so I know they don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> you know, so uh, my brother got his girlfriend with him tonight, so you know I, you know I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a lead lead place for a second. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Date night. But uh, ain't nothing man, wrong with that, ain't nothing wrong with that. Brother, what's yeah. going on with you? What's going on with you? You know I had to send that to you. You know, and, and uh, uh, the brother sent me to me and said, you know you got to send that to Chief Rabbi. I said, I already sent it. He got it. 
going on yeah. with your minister, brother? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. You know what? And sorry for accidentally calling you this morning. I was at work, and, and when you sent that to me, I was going to call somebody else. I accidentally called you, so I'm sorry about that. If I woke you early. <laughs> no, I was up, I was up, uh, I was up studying, brother. No, no problem. I was up studying anyway. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. But, Are you good? Uh, but uh, you know, man. But uh, shit. Ooh, I preach. Are you? You have it on your side. Let Let me get out of scripture real quick. Oh, yes, this sir. Shit. Like, like old black lady said, let me get that scripture out. At the King uh, James. At King James, where okay, we are uh, turn to the book of. Uh, let, let let me start off with uh a quick salutation. Like you know, you hear the Muslims say, uh, Bismillah, Rahmanirrahim. Well, we say, uh, Shema Israel, Adonai, Heinu Adonai, Kad, Barakata Adonai, Heinu Malaka. Uh, Hallelujah. All praise to the Yah, Lord of all the worlds, uh, Geshat Liberation Tabernacle Ministries, called Speed Radio, Live Vibes Radio. Oh, man, and give thanks and big honor to our high priest, Ariyah Yahweh, and I'm your uh, your elder, uh, David, Elder David, so, uh, or Chief Rabbi. <laughs> As y'all know, Chief Rabbi Elder David in here. Oh, man, but uh, let me get out the scripture. Uh, Jeremiah fourteen fourteen. Then the Lord said unto me, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not, neither have I commanded them. Neither spake unto them, they prophesy unto you a false vision and divination, a thing of nine. So, uh, Scripture also said in Jeremiah 23 16, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, hearken unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They make you vain, they speak a vision of their own heart. They deny the mouth of the Lord. Okay, so the reason why I went into that high priest. You stay Jeremiah, you stay the whole Bible like me. Now, when you get into Jeremiah, the reason why I love the prophet Jeremiah, because the prophet Jeremiah was uh, uh, one of those prophets where he spoke against false prophets. Am I, am I wrong? They even locked the prophet Jeremiah up for speaking truth. I mean, they locked his ass up. <laughs> you know, they said free speech ain't free no more. You know, a lot of people getting banned off YouTube, Facebook, as you were saying with Minister Farrakhan. Now, y'all know I was Muslim, and sorry about the rain, it's raining like hell, so that's probably what y'all hear in the background, is all this goddamn rain. Uh, but, um. It sounds relaxing, you, brother. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's after dark, a uh, 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 shelter <laughs> store. <laughs> yes, uh, but um, I'm going to get in my little teepee like no. I built me an arch, so I'm underneath. <laughs> I'm protected. Yes, 
so, um, but uh, as I was getting into the prophet Jeremiah, uh, how he was locked up and, you know, and all of this shit for speaking truth, what uh, you were saying earlier with Minister Farrakhan and you sent me that picture, oh, my God, I... One thing I realized, when you go into the book of James, the first chapter, eighth verse, it says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Mm. When you get into, like you were saying, you can't play both sides of the fence. I heard you were saying earlier about how, you know, you have some people, like Minister Farrakhan, who might speak a little bit of truth, but then he still got to follow under the orders. You know, I didn't you say something about that earlier about him? You know, he spread some truth, yeah. but then he has to still fall under somebody. Oh yeah, he still yes sir. He still when you go to the book of Romans thirteen chapter the first verse it says let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. You remember that? It said I think it's Romans the thirteenth chapter the first verse. Well, when you go into that book and the Romans controlling everything, uh, uh, you uh, not bring up anything, but you said earlier you were uh, telling me about the city you was mentioning um, the other the other day on the show about Tarshish and you know the Ashkenazis and Japheth, Japheth, you know. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. uh, damn, Shittim. Shittim, yeah, 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 with Tarshish, uh, J Fifth, and all of and all of those people being in the same area, pretty yes, much sir. the Europeans, Romans. All right, now one thing that I want to get into about this Minister Farrakhan thing. What you realize is you just have out of all the people, right? He'll tell you to go against the small white people. But you notice how he don't tell you to run up against the big white folks. You notice how all the leaders by current did and high priest. I want you you know, make make uh, uh, a collective. Uh, there was a time I recall as a former member of Nation Islam and uh former member of Nation Islam, myself, and Sunni Muslim, myself. Minister Farquhar, when Muammar Gaddafi, when they got his ass, I remember Minister Farrakhan protesting uh, because they did what they did to Muammar Gaddafi. Yes, sir. Now, when you get into... All this shit. You notice how, when you were saying earlier about the brotherhood that they all a part of, you notice how all of the leaders, and I think you brought this up earlier, all of them are in the same fucking boat. I don't know what, I don't care what it is, like all the white leaders, all the black leaders, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, uh, Farrakhan, all these Tavis Smileys, hell, even uh, the um, what is it down there? Rolling Martin, the roller Rolling Martin. Yes, sir. Martin. All, all of these brothers, for some reason, 
and, and even your boy Cornell at. I know you know uh, Cornell at. Yo, yo, yeah. yo, 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 uh, yo, 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 Chinese people, 
day up here in our community selling us fucked up meat. Hell, we don't know where half this chicken is coming from China, supposedly. Uh, you know, uh, hell, selling us the fake ass produce. The fake that y'all, a lot of y'all eat the yacht and the noodles with the soy sauce and the ketchup. I know my grandmama used to throw down on some fucking yacht. Yeah, some of y'all niggas from down south in DMV, y'all know about that yacht. Y'all know about that yacht that y'all can make. The damn, you know, shit you put the noodles with the ketchup and soy sauce. Yeah, dripping all out the bag and shit with the onions. I used to tear up some fucking yachts. You know, but uh, we over here funding the Chinese. We don't know if they're going to go to war with us or not. We don't know. So Mr. Farrakhan has linked up with so many of the enemies, the Asians, the fucking uh, Scientologists, you know, it, it's so many, uh, hell, the Native Americans, uniting the black and the red. I don't know if you remember that or not. Uniting mm-hmm. the black and the red, because I sure do. Yeah, I yeah. sure do. You know, he united with Native Americans. As a matter of fact, he actually has a daughter who, uh, I think her name was LaShonda Longwood. Uh, hmm. And, and uh, she was on, uh, at the Justice of Elf uh, March. Uh, uh, and uh, she was the daughter. She is the daughter of Ernie Longwalker. Uh, Ernie Longwalker and uh, Juanita Longwalker. But her daddy is Minister Farrakhan. Now, when you, yeah, yeah. So when you getting into Mr. Farrakhan, he didn't he didn't mix in with so many goddamn fucking people. Hell, Minister Farrakhan got kids in Mexico. Uh-oh. Yeah, but not that he he has kids in Mexico. Hey, you, you, bro, you know what you you what she like? I'm gonna hey, what you saying now? That's been confirmed on uh, on several levels, bro. So, yes, sir. Chief ain't just saying that now. That ain't Chief making that up now. That's been said on several levels. But, yes, sir. Go ahead, brother. Nigga got kids with fucking Mexicans. Yeah, uh, sir. With some goddamn, uh, uh, some damn salsa motherfuckers.
Double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. 
double-mindedness, how you can't be with them and be against them. Because at this point in time, we all see what's happening. These motherfuckers is uniting with the LGBT community. We see all this shit happening. So all yeah. I got to say is, high priest, if they all for the LGBT, which I was at the Justice and Else March that they had a few years ago, all I got to say is, it was nothing but LGBT out there. Damn. And if Mr. Falcon is for is had LGBT at the march, the all I gotta say is Nation Islam must be Nation Islam must have LGBTQ in there. And I said last night half of them damn them pro black activists, half of them might not even be male or female and we know. We know. We know a lot of them light skinned jobs I she might be a damn man. Hell, she might be a man. I don't know. I don't know. She she got the funny looking shape face. But uh, you know, but that's all I gotta say is, you know, is you know, we got really looking at our leaders, man, 'cause for some reason it's it's all a game and like you were saying it's it's a game. It's like like Alan Iverson said, it's it's a game. Talking about practice, I'm talking about it's a game. It's practice. Yes, it's sir. practice. Practice, like Alan Iverson said, practice. You know, that's all it is. They practicing some bullshit right in front of you. They rehearsing some shit. It's just rehearsal, you know. So. That's all I'm saying is watch out for that because it's all rehearsed shit. And that shit, half that shit ain't real. So, you know, all, all that little Justin Elf March, all the motherfuckers playing that shit out. You know, and all them little, you know, uh, uh, meetings and shit, man, that they have is all fake. Was it the, uh, what is that, the, uh, the, the Fleet Matthews show? You know, you got uh, Booker T. Coleman. You know, he's full of shit, too. Booker T. Coleman. And what's that brother you were talking about earlier? Uh, yesterday, Ashwa Crazy. Ashwa yeah. Crazy. I, I don't even call him Ashwa Crazy. I call him Ashwa Crazy. You know, he's <laughs> full of shit, too. God damn, damn. damn. And like Ashwa. you said, like, he don't break down the Medunetta. He don't break down none of that shit. take you on tour of fucking Egypt. That's all he's doing, taking you on tour. He don't know none of that shit. He's making money off your ass. All it, of them. That's it. It's, all, it's, it's like his practice is rehearsed shit. All the motherfuckers ain't shit. So don't respect that shit. That's all I got to say. It, it's a fucking game. And the people who's doing something, they they dead. The people who did something to Dr. Yusuf Bay, uh, he used to do shit out in Oakland. Uh, what's the other nigga? Uh, uh, Marvin Muhammad out there in Mississippi, son of man. You don't really hear too much about him, but he did nah, a lot. No, no, Yeah, and he does a lot. He helped, and uh, what's his name? Royal Allah out there in Kansas. 
did a lot. He did a lot. Um, you know, you have so many people out here who have done a lot, and they, they don't either don't they either dead or you know they gone. So that's all I gotta say is is uh yeah man, you know we gotta really take a look at the people that's around us, the people that's around us that's doing something. Versus people that ain't around, that ain't around no more. Cause the people that's still around, they doing something. There ain't no such thing as you stay alive and you telling the fucking truth. Like you were saying earlier, if, if you don't, why ain't Mister Farrakhan dead? Why ain't that dead gone? The fruit of Islam. Fruity Islam ain't that motherfucking powerful. The, you know, where they sit around holding their damn crotch, protecting some old, old niggas that that supposed to be speaking truth. You know what I'm saying? All that patting down ain't shit. I done been in the Fruity Islam. All that patting down ain't shit. The hell, they, you know, that that's some bullshit. You know, my, you know, uh, Martin Luther King had security. All these big time Malcolm X had security. How come Farrakhan ain't, ain't gone? He must be in with the agenda. So so that's all I gotta say about Minister Farrakhan and all these leaders. If that's so called speaking truth, they'll be dead by now. And if they was actually doing something, they would have been dead by now. Cause Martin Luther King, when we did the special, we honored Martin Luther King about a year or two ago. High priest, I don't know if you remember, but we honored Martin Luther King, and we were talking about how when he started standing up for the sanitation workers, getting more money, that's when they got Martin Luther King. But when he was saying, I have a dream, and one day that my mama going to walk with a white son and a white son gonna walk with his black friend and all that shit and we can live one all that shit when Martin Luther King was saying all that they ain't not give a fuck but when Martin Luther King was saying we need to get these sanitation workers some more goddamn money that's when they got his ass yep. when he got when he got sanitation workers some more goddamn money, okay, for more wages, that's when they got money with the camp. Yes, sir. When he turned it like that he way. turned his attention to the poor people, the poor people campaign, what are you talking about? So, look, poor yeah. people campaign. And that's how we know Mr. Farrakhan ain't, ain't shit. Because Mr. Farrakhan, they, they if he was really speaking truth, actually doing something, his ass would have been gone a long time ago. All the times he had fucking cancer. You you know what? All the times he had cancer. You know, know, and and they cured him. I heard Mr. Falcon had more than cancer. I ain't going to say nothing. Well, I said, I heard Mr. Falcon had more than goddamn cancer. Hey, man, Dr. Khalid, goddamn it, and there ain't no rumor. 
Mm-hmm. Like Club and, Nouveau says, ain't no rumors. Ain't no rumors. Ain't no telling. And then you know one thing about Dr. King I, I, I would have to throw out since you said that. Dr. King didn't ask you to join his, you didn't have to join no, 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 his organization for him to help. You know, like he was talking about, he was just talking about the poor people campaign and helping the poor people and this and that. It wasn't no, like the, the like the uh, organization you had to join, like the nation, you know, you got to join the nation, join in the Wabi, join in the Hebrew camp, join my camp. You know what I'm saying? And for us to, you know, to try to fight for everybody. He was just fighting for people in general. You know what I'm saying? So, that's the that's the other difference too, bro. You you you're saying, so yeah, it's these people, man. They they all in in yep. cahoots. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Oh, another thing you mentioned about security, and like you saying, Farrakhan got the FOI security, and you know even with Brother Malcolm when he got key, you know he had security, but it's just like when they wanted him, they they uh, made his security stand down, and that's how they end up killing him. And the same day that uh, Dr. King got killed, he had these brothers from uh, 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 Memphis. They were some like the black. I always forget their name every time I get ready to uh, talk about Dr. King in that situation. But they were from Memphis. They was, uh, you know, like a black power group. And, you know, Dr. King wasn't really with that, you know, black power group. He wasn't really with the guns. like. But he agreed to let them do security for him because they told him, hey, man, these people going to get you, bro. And he finally agreed to let them um, do the security for. But on that particular day that he was supposed to have been getting ready to leave, somebody told them to stand down. Somebody called them and said, hey, Dr. King said stand down. All this came out before here in Memphis don't came out about them. I forget their name, man. Maybe they come to me. But they gave him a call. One of his so-called right-hand man, Dr. King, them said, hey, man, King said go ahead, y'all stand down. He ain't going to need y'all. And so, you know, they already kind of figured, you know, they knew how Dr. King was. It was hard to convince him anyway, but then he finally did, so somebody gave that call, so they probably didn't just, well, damn, I see, man, damn, dude, man, he better, man. And so that's how they end up getting them. Notice they always get their security away from around them. And even if we take that stance with Nipsey Hussle, I'm going to throw this in here for a bonus. Even if we take that stance with Nipsey Hussle, and and say that that you know when he got he did get killed that day his bodyguard went around him and he's supposed to got killed so it's like they get your security from him around your ass and bam they got you so yeah that just threw up this you mentioned the FOI and this and that so it was just ironic that those two situations have about them as a security man I can't think of them brother's name for nothing man one of the brothers I know one of the guys. Who's the lead? He's still around. He's a uh, he's a uh, Israelite, not too chief. Yeah, he's Israelite. Doctor, uh, I mean, what's they call him? It's, I know they call him Brother Israel something. Brother Israel something. I know his name. He called himself Israel, but yeah, he he's an Israelite too, brother. Um, I, I'm gonna play this. Uh, I gotta play this clip. But I, it's something I was intending to throw out last night. We were talking about the sisters. I mean, about the God, black woman is God thing. Um. I'm gonna play this clip about Farrakhan, and I got another cult. I mean, uh, uh, four-minute clip about the Bible or the cult and the King James Bible. But I want to throw this out. I was intending to throw this out last night about the talk about the black woman's God. Here's something about you know, and people throw that out about the black woman's God situation. And uh, but here's something about the Bible, man. You know, people can say what the hell they want. <laughs> I really don't, frankly, don't care no more about what people say about it, man. Hey, it's a God. Y'all don't want to use. Hey, that's you. 
And, and, and we know all of it, and we ain't all from the same traditions anyway, same tribes, all this. Hey, follow what you want because, I, hey, man, that's some stuff going down. This is book. I'm telling y'all one more time, man. Y'all better get this book. Behold the White Horse. Behold the White Horse by Cisco uh, Willer. By Cisco Willer. Man, this book. I was going in this some stuff today, bro. Ooh, man, the Roman Catholic Church. And this Babylonian stuff, bro. Y'all don't think that bullshit? Man, y'all don't think this stuff is real? And some of the same stuff ties into Egypt. They get, that's why uh, we'll come back to that. That's why they got y'all tied into Egypt, bro. Y'all better under, y'all, y'all need to know the history, the culture. Style. That's why we tell y'all on Culture Freedom Radio. Man, spend money on your education. Research for your damn self. I don't give a goddamn how you think. That's why crazy. And whoever else said it, I don't goddamn if it's Brother Aria, I don't give a goddamn how y'all think that we saying something right. You better start looking some stuff for your damn self. That's all I'm going to tell you. Because, man, that's a big-ass agenda out here. A lot of shit that y'all don't know, a lot of cover-up, a lot of stuff we have been partaking in that, boy, that that got y'all go, man, some foul, at, man, I'm telling you. But never mind. Let me read this here. There was going about uh, the duties of a. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna go back to the King James. Go back right fast. But I'm gonna read it from. I like to read it from the. I'm gonna read the King James. I'll stay with the King James. But here's the part, man. Talk about the elders of duty, like what? Uh, uh, and and a lot of elders, women used to do this. So people be talking about the black woman is God situation. Here's something from the, the book of Titus. Uh, the book of Titus, chapter two, verse three through five. It says the aged woman, or we eventually say our elders, the aged woman, uh, likewise, that the behavior, hold on, let me go back to goddamn it, to the new, I like the new living translation shit. Let me go back. Similar, uh, similarly, teach the older women to live in the ways that honor God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Uh-huh. Y'all say that? Not be heavy drinkers. Instead, they should teach others what is good the older women must train the younger women to love their husbands their children to live wise and pure to work in their homes to do good and to uh oh y'all here's the part a lot of people ain't gonna like the women to be submissive to their husband uh oh then they will bring then they would not bring shame upon the word of the Most High. Now, these here, you got to understand. Them. I got to go back to the King James. Would be uh, so-called, what we say, godly women. You know, like the elders. Our grandmothers, um, they live by this standard. They live by this standard. And I go to get out of King James version for a little bit. Go back, same thing, King James. The aged woman, likewise, that they be in behavior as becoming holy, not false accusers, not giving much to wine, but teachers of good. But here's the key part, y'all. Titus chapter 2, verse 4. Here's the most key. That they teach the younger women to be sober, love their husband, and love their children. We can stop right there, for a matter of fact. Today, who's teaching these young girls? How to uh, the mannerism of being sober. We see a lot of these young girls out here, man. Now they drunk as hell. 
Um, you can see them on social media, find up a joint, find up a blunt, all on so all on the damn cameras now. And 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 time out, I'm lit. That's the new thing. I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? To be sober. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing it says to not what it says to uh, uh, not give in to too much wine. And say you couldn't have a little sip, a little culture, uh, what we say, culture wine. You know what I'm saying? Because in, in Hebrew customs, as we do, we drink a little wine. But not to get drunk, though. You know what I'm saying? They're like, even some people that when they have dinner, they drink, they have a little dinner wine. But you don't sit down with the whole damn bottle and sit down and get stone drunk. No, sir. No, sir. I remember my grandmama and them used to tell, uh, tell my mother them um, when they was younger. And growing up, you know, they used uh not enough minors now, but when they was old, they used to get to take a um a teaspoon of uh wine and you know, before, you know, early in the morning they used to get it they that was my aunt told me. They used to tell them to take a little teaspoon of wine. And that kinda, you know, help with their bloodstream. I mean their blood, you know, thicken their blood. And I used to do it a lot when I was like, damn, because I worked outside, I worked outside. So then in the winter, I w- I wouldn't do it in the morning before I go to work now, but you know, I might have some in the evening a little bit. And it did. It made me to help, man, because it's thick in your blood. Some people have thin blood. What they call thin blood or some anemics and stuff. It w- it was supposed to help you instead of taking all these iron pills and all this. The little wine to help you with that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't think it's great. Look, them old school remedies that old folks had. That old folks had. The elders had. Man, I'm telling you, it worked. But who's teaching these young women today how to be women? These were the duties of the elders. Of the elder women, not just tell them they got damn God and they don't know how the duties of and the rules and regulation on how to be a judge. Now we said that God is a judge or a ruler, something like that. That term God, and then we said power. So if you're gonna have power, you got to know how to use your power because you don't know how to use your power properly, you will be misusing it. So there's a lot of stuff today that a lot of people out here misusing now so-called power or that godship so you know it's to be man to teach them to love their love their husbands love their children number one is today another thing is hit women that that, that they're having to being promiscuous and laying around and sleeping with every goddamn body which the bible teach us to not be fornicators Hmm? not sleeping around because you know according to the scripture man once you lay down with a woman have a sexual intercourse that's your wife y'all know that don't you that's supposed to be your wife. I remember that even the, even the Nawabians had a book I'll call up. God damn, what was the name of that book? Genetic Kiss. Genetic Kiss. I gave that book away to somebody. Uh, but in that, though, it's still saying <clears throat> once you even you kiss somebody or you having sexual intercourse, especially sexual intercourse, you sharing a part of, and especially y'all, you know, y'all, you know, going without a, you know, Unprotected, let's say that unprotected sex, raw. You you sharing a part of your essence with that other individual that you're having sex with. You know that, don't you, y'all? You you sharing a part of your essence with that individual. So that's why the scripture said, once you have sex with that woman, leave. Well, really, that's your wife. See, not just because you went and got a piece of goddamn paper, but you shared a part of yourself with that woman. What did you say, Brother Chief? Hey, high priest, and there's a, a scripture. Um, 
about that, I think it's uh, Tamar and, and some, I think it's in the book of Genesis, about, um, I think it's uh, a, a spilled uh, semen, I think it was. Uh, but I think they wonder, um, it was Onan had sex with Tamar, and he withdrew before his orgasm and spilt his semen on the ground. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that that goes into uh, I think that's in the book of Genesis. But yeah, that that there's a scripture I think Genesis thirty eight chapter where it talks about that. And uh, there was something I, not to uh, break away from what you're saying, high priest. Yeah, we good on but, that, brother. Go ahead. But um, something I said last night. Um, uh, um, I think it was uh something about how. Oh, uh, you know, when you get a lot of uh, female, like white women, uh, you know, niggas love getting head and all that shit. A lot of them drink semen. So when a lot of people, when you're getting into semen, you getting in, like you were saying last last night, you said the um, semen is blood. It's pretty much your blood. But when you're getting into, let me, it's something deeper. And the Torah of Moses went to the land of milk and honey. There's something also in the semen and saliva. When y'all, when women share saliva with the man or whatever, uh, they said the land of milk and honey. So when you, when Moses went to the land of milk and honey, that was a pineal gland and a pituitary gland. And that's your third eye. So when you're getting into the saliva, swapping spit, and semen, they're pretty much taking your third eye. You know, a lot of them, a lot of females, especially rich women, a lot of them buy semen and what you know, uh, plasma. They buy plasma too, and they use that as like the for facials, they keep looking young, and a lot of them are using it to stay alive, actually. So when you, you know, sharing your semen with the white lady, and a lot of these people that are mixed up in all these other nations, they're taking your bodily fluid that has all, everything that's in your body that keeps us strong, and they're taking it, and it's making them stronger. So by you were saying that earlier about the saliva and all that, that's a that's how they actually stay alive longer. So I just wanted to bring that out also, not to take away from that also. So when you're getting into the book of, uh, let me, let me um, get that scripture of milk and honey for you. So I know it's in and fall in line. And gee, what you saying, Rudy, while you finding that, bro? That was an old. That was an old movie came out. It was came out with Jim Carrey. I used to like that movie called Once Bitten with Jim Carrey. And that lady with that, you know, she was a witch, and she was getting ready to, you know, she had time. As time, she was getting ready to turn real old, so she needed a young man to try to, you know, uh, bite and stuff to, you know, cause she, and and get his blood. Then that that uh re- reventilated her. Whatever you said it were made her younger. It kept her youth. So by yeah. biting this dude and getting his blood, 
and she had to bite him down low by his penis. She thought he finna, he thought he finna get some oral sex, but she bit him down below. You know what I'm saying? And then sucked his blood, and that gave her life and made her stay young. And, yeah, and, and what is that scripture? Exodus three and eight. That's the scripture. Exodus three and eight with the milk and honey. But yeah, uh, and, and the high priest, a yes, lot sir. of them with like the uh, plasma and all that, and the, uh, what do you call it? Like the uh, donation clinics, like the Red Cross and all that. Mm-hmm. They down. They're taking your blood, and they're not giving it to sick people. They're not. I don't give a fuck none of you motherfucking Red Cross. They don't give your blood to nobody sick. No, sir. They using that to drink that shit. I know it's going to the doctor. Every time I fucking go to the damn uh, doctor... They always want to fucking take blood. There'll be no fucking reason. Yes, sir. take some blood. And gotta, I've been knowing the last right, few years, last few years, and this is just my, for a checkup. Yep. They always want to fucking take blood. Yes, sir. You got a cold. <laughs> they got to take four pints of blood. Yeah. Always got to get four. Always got to put a little knee stick that shit in your arm. And you know, it's kind of crazy because my veins are all fucked up. You know, I don't know what it is, but they can never fucking find my veins. Never. And every time they try to stick my arm, motherfucker be digging a needle all in my damn There's a They'll stick me a needle in my ass to find a vein. <laughs> God damn. I'll stick that shit right up. Right on it. Hey, hey, let me see if you got a vein in, on your ass cheek. What the fuck got to do anything? Yes, sir. Let me see if there's a vein in your foot. What the fuck kind of shit is that? Yes, well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I heard somebody say that shit one time. Let me find a vein in your foot. What is that? <laughs> but it's something about that blood. I don't know when you talk about blood. It's something about that blood situation that they always want. You get the blood. I don't know what it is. Always something. Let me get the blood. It's always about the blood they always got to get. So for me... I, I'm that that blood thing. He ain't taking my fucking blood crack. I don't give a fuck, saltine. Saltines, you ain't getting my blood. Sorry. And and and, then, and 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 that's actually spoken about with the uh, Samson. You remember Samson and 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 his and Delilah. Delilah was actually. Giving him all sex, and that's how he actually sprung up to nothing. Now, I don't know if you notice know how priest, but you know I noticed one thing. I've, I've, you know, I've been with plenty of chicks. I've been celibate for the last five years. I don't know what it is like. I know most brothers love getting head, love what they call love getting head, but I noticed that. 
like for me, I like, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a grown ass man. You know, I've gotten plenty of ass, but for some reason, that that getting head, I never felt comfortable with a female. I don't know what it is, a female just uh, uh, taking all my semen. It seemed like when they, you know, like when y'all brothers say, oh, oh, you know, you get some head, and, you know, a lot of them say they get the nut. They always drain all the nut out of them. <laughs> it always seems like it's something being like a uh, 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 manhood is being taken away after you get some head. I don't know what it is. You always feel kind of low, like for me. I know most brothers that, oh, I'm good. But for me, it always seems like it's a lot of them, you know, like you would say, it seems like they take, like, some the manhood, the man, male energy out of the male when they do that. You know, like, to me, I, I, and I, I don't get what brothers do with that head thing. But for me, it just seems like it's it, they they taking it any taking your energy, you know, like it makes you feel like it, it making you weak. Like I, you know, I don't know what it is like. You know, they take away the energy away from you. You know, like I don't know what it is, but I, I know for me, I, I I couldn't do it. I've been celibate five years. And I don't have, I ain't having no desire to deal with none of these females out here, cause, cause they ain't, there's something about that that take away the the masculinity of the man, and I don't know what it is. It just, it, and and when white ladies always want to feel the black, when you got natural hair, they always want to feel your hair. I know I had dreadlocks at one time. And it was always white ladies trying to touch my hair. You know, I'm like, that shit don't, and light-skinned black women, too, they'll always touch your hair if you got dreadlocks, you know? I, yeah. I just, the, the shit is, like, when they touch it, it's like an essence that's being taken out of you. I don't mm. know what it is, yeah, yes, sir. but I, yeah. I just want. Yeah, you like it. Ain't mean to cut y'all. I got, I got two calls. I got their hand up right fast. Let me bring the four four in right fast, and then we'll come back. Uh, damn, I got to get the other clip too. But yeah, that, that's something with it you talking about. You feeling drained? But yeah, uh, welcome in, uh, uh Cole Four Four. Uh, what's your name or your title? What you want to go by? PT. Hey, yo, thanks, thanks. You know, this is Doc. I'm uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Dr. Hall. Yeah, peace to you. You know what the brother just said is is spot on, and and I really, I really want people to pay attention to that, and and let's just look at something here. Yes, sir. I had uh, shared a a platform with uh, Dr. Jewel Pulkin, uh, the late great sister, uh, a few years ago, and uh, well, actually it was uh, 2012, 2012, and uh, we got on the subject of gentrification. And she's the only person that I've ever spoken with who actually realized this. You know, gentrification is a lot deeper than uh, them gentrifying us in terms of taking the physical property or whatnot. What we got to understand is, let's say you've lived in a house for 20 years. You grew up in that house or whatever the case may be. Uh, Let's just look at New York, let's say the Bronx. 
uh, Queens, you know, places like that, uh, especially the Bronx, right, where you have uh, uh, a lot of uh, cultural significance as far as hip-hop goes, right? All of that energy, your auric field, when you are in a place, you psychically imprint yourself in that space, whether you are physically removed from that space or not. So when they gentrify us, what they are doing is they are still in that energy too. Now, the Russians back in the 20s used to refer to this as bioplasma. Now, when you look into it now, you're going to find a bunch of fluff. And this is the system's way of hiding this information from you. But bioplasma is really talking about your auric field. Your aura is a very special type of plasma. Now, Doc, what does this have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with everything. So, for example, we're going to speak about the harlot real quick. Let, let, let's just go back to that point. Now, when you, when you consider Proverbs chapter 5, uh, we'll just go with verse 3 through 7, right? It speaks about uh, uh, for the lips of the harlot are like a honeycomb drooping, and her throat is smoother than oil, but her end is bitter as wormwood and sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down into death, and her steps go in as far as hell. They walk not by the path of light. Her steps are wandering and unaccountable. Y'all need to really listen to that, because you have the harlot, and then you have what I call the techno-harlot. The technoholic is a byproduct of the new and improved MKUltra, right? We got harlots in our community right now with microchips in their head. I, I'll put it to you like this. I've seen several recently who came to me to get tested for microchips. These... <laughs> Man, there's only so much I can say over the phone, but, but what I can tell you is this. What you need to start doing is looking in, looking inside your woman's mouth. Any woman that you encounter, just, just tell her that you want to check out her teeth or whatever the case may be, or however you want to go about it, and look for a circular black entity within her mouth. Right? It, it's not like a cap. It, it, it's not like a feeling. It is a literal circle that's probably around uh, four uh, uh, four millimeters in diameter, you know, uh, something to that effect. But they, there's a lot of women in our communities that have been kidnapped as children, right? Uh, they, they were raised as single mothers. They, they were kidnapped. They were uh, brought up in the psychiatric institution. They were victims of psychic driving. They had the microchip implanted. And they were programmed to think a certain way, and then these women were placed back into our community, right? And I could go on and on and on about ways that you could recognize these these types of women. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give you one of the other ways. One of the other ways that you could recognize this type of woman is that she never really has an original thought. She only repeats what she hears other people say and she repeats it as though it is the gospel. She repeats it as if she's known for an absolute fact, even though she hasn't done any uh, real research on it. 
So what the scriptures are telling us about the harlot is absolutely true. But in this age and technocracy, man, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look deep, 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 deep beneath the surface and, and see what the heck we're up against. Because remember, we're still up against principalities of the spirit. And once again, the brother is right. When you go to these hospitals, they take all this damn blood. It's not just your plasma. Remember, your bioplasma is the precursor field, as we call it, that exists within your plasma itself. So uh, there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can look at that. Okay, so within your physical body, there is a blueprint. We call it the etheric double. Right, and this is the template where the physical cells of your body anchor themselves unto, and basically give you your physical structure and form. Now, depending on the person you're dealing with, that template can can vary in colors. So, for example, those of us who are melanated, we have a particular color of etheric grid. Those who are not melanated, they got a totally different type of color. You see what I'm saying? But, yeah, it only takes them one drop of blood to run any damn test on you that they want. In fact, they could track a person with just one drop of blood. They don't need all that. They, they don't need all that blood that they've taken. So the real mm-hmm. question is, what are they doing with that? What are they really doing with that, man? You know? So I'm going to leave it at that. Yes, sir. And brother, what was that scripture one more time? You said Pro- you said Proverbs five. Uh, yeah, Proverbs five, uh, three through seven. Okay, no problem. Yeah, I got that right. And brother, uh, uh, uh what's kind of kind of way you got any um uh, show or link or something? You say you do. You say you doctor. You got any website or something you got, brother? You can check out. Sure. Yeah, you can check out hiphoptherapeutics dot com. You know. Okay. okay. A lot of brothers out there know who I am, hiphoptherapeutics.com, uh, ancientwaterrestoration.com. Uh, I was basically a child prodigy in metaphysics, and I could see auras my entire life. So what other people speculate about or whatnot, I actually see these films. I experiment with them, uh, not just in terms of subjective, but objective as well, building instruments, you know, things of this nature. But, man, we're, we are a powerful people. You know, and my whole thing is is we can't let these folks deceive us into giving up our life, our life uh, uh, fields. Okay, so so again, it's it's bigger than the blood. They're they're taking more from us than that. But like the brother said, <laughs> if they can do all that just with your semen, uh, anti aging project uh, products and life extension technology and all that, I mean that should tell you something about yourself. I mean, you know, we're brilliant people, man. Most definitely. And brother, brother, you brought up something. I hadn't heard some words in a long time. I don't hear nobody talking about it no more. You said two things. You said the uh, uh, the auras. I don't hear that no more. And the 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 etheric body or the etheric double. Man, them some words I really ain't heard no in a long time. Nobody even teach on that. Talk about that. That aura. Well, well, see, for the most part, the, the knowledge is incomplete. And uh, as far as we go, you know, and our ancestors, and regardless of what you claim, whether you claim to be Christian or, or Hebrew Israelite or, or whatever you claim, our ancestors really dropped this science, man, back, back in 
the far ancient past. Now, what we call the Merkaba now, other groups of people refer to as uh, the, the shadow, or some will call it the astral body. But what they don't realize is that the astral body exists in four different planes. You have the lower and the upper astral planes. And below that, you have the etheric doubles. Now, some occultists, now, if you want to talk about the occult, if you want to talk about the federal government's involvement with the occult, the masons, so on and so forth, they don't even consider the etheric body as a subtle body. They say it is literally your twin. And I mean that literally. They say that your etheric body is literally your twin. It's just in hyperspace. And sometimes with, with awareness, you will notice that you are literally interacting with yourself you know, between the worlds, and believe it or not, psychologists got a name for that. They had to come up with the name. Uh, they had to come up with the name for it because there were too many people having too many bizarre experiences that they couldn't explain. And mainstream psychology, damn sure, couldn't explain it. So they had to, you know, start getting deeper. And this is even beyond transpersonal psychology, as they call it, or what they teach at Yale. You know, so yeah, the the science of the light bodies is extremely vast and in part what what we got to understand about them is that the light bodies themselves are what's responsible for your auric field so if you see somebody's aura basically what you're seeing is an extension of each light body so you have seven different light bodies that are superimposed, that interpenetrate each other inside the physical body. We are multidimensional and interdimensional beings. You see what I mean? Now, the matrix was designed to keep those bodies and the awareness thereof trapped within the physical form so we won't experience true freedom. But the moment we start to embrace both the light and the darkness within us because you got to remember before quote god said let there be light where was god yeah where where was he at where was she at as some might say before let there be light and and how long did god walk it is in the darkness if you got if you got a headache and i came to shine a bright flashlight in your face that light's not gonna do you no good you're going to have to close your eyes and retreat into the darkness to get rid of that headache. You see what I'm saying? So, so right. we have to learn to embrace the, the, the multiple aspects of ourselves, and this is what the beast is trying to keep us from doing out of fear because once we do that, we're going to see we really do have control of everything. So back in the day, you know, it was spooky for me to to uh, come in contact with what we call lower dimensional entities or demons. But now, <laughs> it's like I wish they would because I know how to fight spiritually now. You see what I'm saying? And when you learn how to fight spiritually, it's a whole other ball game. And believe me, they know when you can fight spiritually and when you can't. And when you can't, they're going to just drain you, man. They're going to drain your bioplasma. They're going to drain that. They're, they're going to figure out ways to put holes, tears, and tangles within your auric field so your energy doesn't really move properly. 
from place to place within your interdimensional cells. It's kind of like using port to clog your, your arteries in your physical body. They do something similar in a spiritual sense to the subtle bodies. So we, we got to be mindful of of the various layers of ourselves and, and how we can uh, uh, basically get to the next level. Hey, uh, can I ask you something? Uh, 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 now, uh, I'm going to ask you something. Uh, what are your thoughts on, because me and High Priest, you know, Aria, Yahweh, Yeshua, we've, uh, you know, at one time, you know, we was both Muslim at one time. I, I'm out with my shit. I was Muslim at one time. You know, brother, I react, did, you know, Nawabi and Islam or Sunni Islam. I did Sunni Islam and also Nation Islam, but not in the Farrakhan Nation. But what is your thoughts on Mr. Farrakhan's uh, conversion to Scientology and the E-meter? Just can I, can I get your thoughts on that, you know, because it seems like you're a very deep, and two, you know, white man, and you know, draining, you know, do, doing, you know, with the white man's quackery, you know, it seems like you, you know, a lot, you know, a lot, you know, a lot about the, the black man and uh, his mind and all of that. Can you please uh, give us your thoughts on the Scientology quackery that Minister Falcon has brought in? Yes, sir. Sure, my brother. And 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 look, you know, uh, man, I'm I'm trying to figure out as much as I can, you know, just like everybody else. And it's, you know, we 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 got all these obstacles in our way and whatnot. But you know what? That's the best question I've been asked, man, probably in about five years. You know, and it's a question that I've asked myself a lot. You know, because look, I, I've been keeping up with. And, and it seems as though he's kind of made a break away from Scientology to some degree, you know what I mean? But I was very skeptical, but at the same time, you know, kind of just open-minded about what direction they were going in, but I didn't necessarily step into that myself. Here's what I know about Scientology that made my eye go up. First of all, Scientology was the only organization that I found that spoke truth to power about about the psychiatric industry and how they are mislabeling us as ADD, ADHD, and the special ed and all that in the black community and, and the psychotropic drugs and, and all of that and in the history of it, uh, uh, the psychiatric industry as it relates to slavery. Now, they don't get as far or as deep into it as the Martian werewolf clan and some of this other shit, Bird and Danger, Shock and Blue, they don't get into all that. But so, you know, the fact that they at least covered that, you know, I, it made me say, okay, well, I can see why the, you know, why the brother is, is trying to introduce this organization. Here's the tricky part. All right, so as, as, as I watch them, I notice they have certain technology that they that they use that they claim could help a person uh well, well that that can not only uh tell if a person is lying but that could also 
uh, stimulate a person's subconscious mind with uh, a mild electrical current and and things of this nature. Now, I haven't had a chance to take apart one of the machines and examine it. But as a scientist, if you tell me the technical specs, which I've had a chance to view uh, some of them, not all, but I could tell that the device is basically a version of electroshock therapy. Right? It's just a smaller version of it. So when I look at them and I look behind the eye, and that's the key, look behind the eye of some of the Scientologist practitioners, and you're going to notice some of the same energy that's there in some of the Mormons, some of the, uh, uh, what do they call Jehovah's Witnesses, and some of those others. You know, some of those people that have been, like, really, really, really super indoctrinated. And when I tell you super indoctrinated, I mean super indoctrinated to the point where they take that indoctrination as the absolute truth and they live their lives accordingly, and they're really not a threat to the status quo. Now, in some of the other uh, members of Scientology, I saw something quite different. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure whether or not it's, it's a good idea to bring the black community full swing into what Scientology represents. Now, I, as, as a... As, as a black man in America, as some might refer to me, I appreciate the fact that they spoke up uh, to some degree about our plight with the pharmaceutical industry and, and how they're mislabeling us just to, to basically ship our children to the uh, school-to-prison pipeline and all that. Now, I appreciate that. I appreciate them trying to educate people in that regard. But, man, that, that rabbit hole gets really deep, man. And I'm not uh, entirely sure how far we should go with these people, but I'm not willing to go too far with them at all. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that. You know, and, uh, you know, brother, uh, man, I'm – I, I wish I hope that you you know come on the show more because you know you, we me and high priest this is the type of shit we have we we always talk about you know especially with like um like the quackery and some of Satan's devices as it says in the Bible be yeah. not ignorant to Satan's devices. Uh, as it says in the scripture, this is stuff that we talk about all the time. Incubus, succubus, all of that. We talk about that shit all the time. This is something we always talk about. So, yeah, I, I thank you, man. You're a very powerful, powerful man, you know. You know yes, sir. Brother, I got your website, too. It's hiphoptherapeutics.com. Yeah, yeah thank check. you. Yes, sir. I'm checking it out now. Now, uh, Dave, I I sent it to you, and uh, I sent it to, sent it out to a couple of more other people as well, so they could check it out, check you out as well. Yes, sir. Appreciate hey, that. 
Hey, man, I, I definitely uh, appreciate y'all letting me put in my two cents. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the kind words and stuff, man. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's about building. It yes, really sir. is. Man, because, man, yeah, I, mean, look, I, mean, I mean, none of them folk are out there with us, man. You know what I'm saying? So we got to build. We, we got to build amongst ourselves, and and um, you know we build that engine, man, and, and, and get, take our power back. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir, most definitely. And we got our brother Fort Something in the house too. Peace to you, uh, Fort Something in the house. Peace. I sent it to you too. Peace, I didn't want you. I sent it to man. That was an alpha male. I sent it to my bad. I sent you. <laughs> yes, appreciate it. Yeah, that's okay. Peace, to everybody. towards the door, and as it got towards the door, I said, Frankenstein? 
And it stopped, turned around, and came back and sat on the bed. And my brother says, you idiot. It was going to leave. What are you doing? You know, and, and I was just sitting there like, damn. Right? And, and, and I was so afraid, man. I went to sleep, woke up the next morning. My brother and I never talked about it. Fast forward to 1999. Keep in mind, this was back in the damn, this was back in the damn late 70s. Right? 1999. I leave Colorado Springs, come back to my hometown of Houston. I found some knowledge in a book about an ancient technique that our ancestors would use to hide information when the invaders came. So when Uh the Europeans were uh, 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 given certain power by these demonic forces, our ancestors knew they couldn't wake everybody up in order to fight them all at once. So what they decided to do was hide some of this ancient information within what some would call the Akashic Records and even higher planes than that, what I personally call the celestial planes. Right? So yes. I'm learning these techniques, and I learned one particular technique uh, to project yourself into a photograph. So I'm doing the technique right, that I learned, and as I'm going through the motions, I tell myself this this isn't going to work, you know. And as I said this, I'm literally looking down on myself. It's like being a god in the sky, and I'm looking down on this very small black dot that seemed to be parsecs down. So I zoom in, and then I see myself as I zoom if I zoom downward. I zoom into my own face looking up at myself. So I snap out of it, and I'm like, whoa. The picture that I decided to put that into was a picture of Jerusalem. Had this big gold cathedral and all this stuff, you know. Anyhow, to make a long story short, a couple days after uh, uh, getting more uh, proficient with this technique, I'm walking down the street, and this car pulls up beside me, and this gentleman says, hey, yo, do uh, you know where the medical center is? And I said, yeah, it's back this way over here. And he gave me his business card. And it was a guy that owned a company, a photography, a commercial photography company. Anyhow, this guy, he he started calling more. I had uh, booked a couple gigs with him, right? And he started calling more, and uh, to make a long story short, he basically said, uh, hey, man, do you know anything about floating? And I said, floating? What, what is yeah. He was like, floating. And, you know, and I, I've never heard of it in those times. And basically I said, no, and he said, well, never mind. Man. One day I fell asleep at his house. We were drinking. We had some little chicks over, and uh, I, I smoked me a blunt. I fell asleep, and and the young lady I was with, she was right next to me on the couch. I started to come to, and I can literally see this figure from, I, I could see literally from the back of my head. I could see this figure coming towards me. It literally came through the couch. And it put its hands around my throat and started choking. 
Now, the energy that I got from this altercation was, you better learn how to defend this. If you can't defend this, then you're going to be upset quickly. So I had to learn to move my etheric hands in order to try to remove this thing. But my etheric hands wouldn't do the job. So then I had to learn to move my astral hands. And then I was able to move this thing's hand from my throat. So anyhow, when the guy came downstairs later on, I confronted him because the thing that I saw come through the couch and choke me was him, but in actual form. I confronted him, and he said, no, man, I don't know what the hell you talk about. Then he asked the girls, hey, did y'all see anything? The girls were like, no, I didn't see anything. You might be tripping, and that kind of thing. But I knew, right? And But I didn't sense anything evil from this. Six, seven years later, he would do things like he would be in the room with you, and you could be watching TV. He would look at you. You would see these black, shadowy, moth-looking entities come towards you, and they would enter your auric field, and you would have to, like, move to get these things off you. You could literally feel them, but they wasn't physical. And then that story that I just told you all about, me and my brother and that entity that he called Frankenstein, came into my mind. And I remembered when that entity got up and it was walking towards the door, that entity was as tall as the door. So as an adult, I realized in America the the standard height for doors is seven feet. The guy that I'm telling you about was six foot eight. So then it started to make sense, and I told him, I said, you know my granddad, don't you? And his eyes lit up like, man, you got me. And I said, so so what is the purpose of all this? And he said, you got to learn to fight spiritually. He said, you really need to learn to fight spiritually. To make a long story short, I found out that he was, a, a let's just say, a different type of mason. He was a different type of occultist. And there were certain secrets that he wouldn't tell you. He would just demonstrate. He would show you, and you would have to defend against it, Right. Well, yeah. there were certain people that didn't like that. And uh once I want to give out something, we're gonna get ready to go in overtime. They want to give out the number. I'm gonna let you go ahead, yeah, because it's interested here. But this this happened people for real. Uh one more time, fam, we're gonna get ready to go in overtime in less than a minute and fifty uh seconds. You can call in and list it overtime show at three four seven eight five oh eighty thirty. It's three four seven eight five oh and call in now. We got 90 seconds. One more time. 347-850-8030 to call in. Now we want to finish listening to the overtime show. We got one more hour to go in overtime. So go ahead, family, and call on in now. You want to catch the overtime. All right, go ahead, my brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yo, yo, and, and look, man, you talked about some strange stuff. Now, at that time, I was more concerned about the physical proof of of, of all the stuff I'm telling you. Because, first of all, who the hell is going to believe you when you try to tell them, hey, I can see this cloud of energy around your body. Uh, I can see this dark shadow walking behind you everywhere you go, and, and there is some type of energy that it is draining from you. It's an orange energy, and it's coming from your sacral chakra. And this thing, whatever it is, and believe it or not, guys, I can show you photographs. I've literally photograph these things with what we call an aura camera. 
it literally photographs the oil field. And if you're on my website, Hip Hop Therapeutics, you'll see a lot of those photos that I took. All right? Yes, sir. But, oh, I'm yeah, I mean, I've actually photographed demons in people's orbs, and you could see them. Like their crown chakra is split in two, and this energy is just coming out, and these two demons, one of them is a reptilian, believe it or not, and the other one... Oh, no, I know, I believe it. <laughs> it's, yeah. hey, hey, man, I can show you better than I can tell you. I can show the you. one thing I was wrestling, he, was, he looked like Godzilla and shit, the one I was wrestling. But most Dang. of them, they are kinds and they are they're reptilians. Remember, the, the, ever since Kemet, the reptilians, that battle that took place on Mars, that was between us yep. and the reptilians. They never really liked us. That's right. Matter of fact, they teamed up with the Caucasians. They got some type of alliance. That's why the Caucasians is doing everything to us. It's like the reptilians run them. Well, actually, the reptilians can breed with Caucasians, but not so much with us. That's why they always abducted them and got them in military labs, and they they hybriding them out. But but yeah, they got like an alliance, and that's but yeah, most of those things you talk about, most of them are reptilian. Then it's like well, from what and I see some of them as well. Now then it's these other ones. They like they like um they look like Doctor Manhattan. If you ever saw that that movie, the uh, Watch the Watch the Watchmen. Yep. Yep. They got like all this light and different lights and shit, and so I just took it as maybe it's different ones, but in general, most of the ones I see be like reptilian shit. Believe it or not, they can mate with uh, with with black folk too, but but there's oh, there's shit. a protocol <laughs> there's a protocol they have to go through. Now it's not many of us, in, uh, not as many of us as it is white folk, but what they got to do. Is like I said, get you at an early age, you know, and and this is why they're kidnapping so many of our babies. If they can get you at an early age, there is a way to genetically switch off melanin through what we call yeah. liquid crystals and frequency codes. And that's why I try to tell us all the time: just because you got melanin, don't mean you got a monopoly. You know, you you have to still do the work. You got to build your solemn. Yeah, you got to activate melanin. That's right. You got to activate melanin. You got to right. activate it. And, and, and people always say, now, Doc, what the hell does that mean? What does it look like? Well, it's simple. I'll, I'll give you something right now that you can do. The only thing you need is a crystal. Uh, it could be any type of crystal, a quartz crystal or any type of crystal, and a flashlight. All right? So what you're going to do is activate your crystal. So if you take a crystal and you just hold it in your hand, you just feel its power, you ain't going to feel too much unless it's a labradorite. Right? But you feel your crystal. And then you take that same crystal and you take your flashlight, you point it towards the ceiling, and you place your crystal on top of the glass of the flashlight and turn it on. The moment you turn that flashlight on, you're going to feel that crystal's power amplified by about 10,000 times, and I am not exaggerating. So light itself, the frequency of light can activate crystals. The same way that light can activate a crystal, and that's a simple experiment anybody can try. Right, the same way that light can do that inside the human body, the soul, and, and I want y'all to follow me on this one. The soul, literally, when when you're out in the sunlight, when the sun hits your skin, it hits your melanin. The soul absorbs that light, it digests it, 
it breaks it down into a higher form of light that the soul literally feeds on. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So basically what I'm saying, my, my, my brothers, is this. The soul itself eats as well, but it eats in a different fashion. It eats different types of light, and believe it or not, so does the human body. Now, the human body won't process any food. It won't absorb any food and make it uh, uh, the most usable the way that it should be unless it has what's called an um, uh, organic molecule. So when you eat your food, your body can only use the organic molecules in that food. The rest of it, you're going to excrete it out. This is why they came up with GMOs, which is essentially plastic food. Well, plastic oh, yeah. food creates plastic cells. And when you got plastic cells, plastic cells cannot hold an electric charge. And I don't give a flying elf what nobody tells you, right? If you have a body full of plastic cells, Number one, it's not going to hold an electric charge. Number two, your etheric body, your astral body, and even your mental body will be going in and out of your physical body all the time. We call that uncoordination. This is when possession takes place, right? Possession takes place when the soul has a very loose grip on the light bodies. Right now, there are many different ways that you can strengthen your body's coordination. Uh, and when I say coordination, I don't mean like hand-eye coordination or like dribbling a basketball. No, I'm talking about coordination between your your spiritual selves. You, you see what I'm getting at? So, so yeah. these scientists get really, really, really deep. But again, your soul literally digests physical light and turns it into another type of light. So, in other words. Your soul will absorb the physical sun's light and and process it and digest it and eventually turn it into the type of light that you see when you're in a dream state. So when you see the sun when you're dreaming, huh? Hmm. Oh no, I didn't mean to cut you for him. I want to ask something too. If you heard no, 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 all, no, no, no. we can convert sound into light. Like we can actually feed from yeah. sound as well, but it got to be a certain frequency. Like seven hundred, yeah, yeah, right. six hundred, and five hundred something, but we can also convert the sound into those type energies to speed on into light as well. Yeah, and, and, and vice versa, and vice versa, we can convert yeah. light into sound. And believe it or not, y'all, the pineal gland can do all of this. It, it really, I all mean, the pineal gland. There's a lot more than what they're telling us about this. I'm gonna tell you something right now, okay? There are four different types of telepathy. Don't let these white folks fool you. There are four different types of telepathy. Okay, I'll give you a few of them. One of them is brain-to-brain telepathy. That's, I mean, that should be a no-brainer, right? Brain-to-brain telepathy. Then there is soul-to-soul telepathy. That's where we got the advantage, right? And then there's soul-to-brain technology, uh, excuse me, soul-to-brain telepathy, right? And this is where, you know, just say, for example, if you're on a certain level and you're dealing with a person who's not quite there yet, you can still communicate with them telepathically. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm getting at? However, yes. now, this this 
this notion of telepathy as it relates to the pineal gland is this. The pineal gland is responsible for intergalactic telepathy, not just yeah, telepathy, not like planetary telepathy. Your pineal gland is where you actually hear the communications from the ancestors in other planes of existence and in other physical galaxies. And the U.S. Like, government so actually yeah. proved that in the 1960s when they stole the kids' technology that they placed a secrecy order on for 35 years. And I have that technology in my possession right oh. now. I'm dead serious. So yeah, I'm dead. I got it. I can show you. I made uh, Facebook uh, live videos with you walking up to a complete stranger. Oh. And, yo, just try this real quick. Plug it into a CD player. Put the transducers on their hands. All of a sudden, they could hear the music inside their pineal gland and through their hand. And, you know, even if you plug your ears up, you could have your whole ear surgically removed and you still going to hear the sound, you see? Yeah. So just like dolphins and whales communicate, and remember, dolphins and whales are mammals, right? Yes. Dolphins and whales can communicate across the entire damn ocean. So how come we can't do that? We're mammals, so, so are they telling us, right? They be dumbing us down and tearing us up. Yeah, that's true. That's man. right, but, man, I tell you what, all you got to do is know the facts. All you got to do is, is ask the right questions, and that don't mean, like, ask other people. Ask yourself the right questions, and I guarantee you, your soul will tell you. And, and with that telepathy, also, people was able, like on the um, epigenetic level, if they had injuries, they actually healed themselves telepathically, even if it was cancer or anything, anything. Yeah, they don't want nobody to know this stuff. But think about it. If they, if everybody like our color and who we are. If every one of us knew who we were, yeah, man. Here go the funny thing. We could even, if we want, change, because this world is like really, it's like a, um, a digital hologram. We got the power, if we got our mind in tune like we used to have it, to actually, if we wanted to, we could erase this thing and say like these Caucasians is giving us problems. We can erase them out of existence and start over, because it's like a digital reality. That's right. I mean, that's real talk. And, and listen, to anybody? Yeah. My bad. No, 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 no. Go ahead, my brother. My bad. Yeah, they don't want us to do that, and they know that we have these capabilities. That's why they do what they do to keep us, what I call, in the third dimension. Because they know we rise if we ascend any further. It's a wrap for them. But they're going to be extinct anyway. But as we get closer to the sun, but yeah. They just prolonging it, but um, they yeah. know more about us than we know. See, see, but here's the thing, though. You know, it's like I tell people all the time, man. Look, when you ascend, they can't ascend with you. It's just that simple. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know how else to put it. I, I really, out of all my years of experience with with the Oric field and experiment, I can't even tell you how many experiments I've done with and without technology. You know, you know what I would do? Okay, so so let's put telepathy to the side for a moment. Let's talk about telekinesis, right? Oh, or what they used to call telekinesis. Let, let, let's talk about that. Now, look, I took this shit very seriously, <laughs> okay? And, and and I started doing experiments around the time when I told you I ran across the old buzzard that knew my granddad. And, by the way, when he yeah. pulled up to me next, like, next to me with the car, he ain't seen me since I was, like, seven years old. 
but he knew where I was at because he could remote view me, right? So, so, so oh. they would, and, and the military teach that shit, man. You, you could buy a free program. Oh, well, it's not free, but you could buy a program on it right now. Uh, just put down a hundred dollars, and they let you make payments. It comes with, I think it's like seven discs, and it'll teach you how to remote view, how to open up your third eye, and all that stuff, man. I studied all this back in the nineties, right? But it was because that old Jewish man, he was telling me some stuff, right? So so basically, what I decided to do, I said, okay, so if it's true that we can move stuff with our mind, I got to start light, right? I'm not going to go to the gym trying to bench press 400 pounds, you know, and I've never lifted weight in my life. I'm going to have to work my way up. You got to crawl before you walk. So it, the same thing has to be true mentally. So what I decided to do was instead of trying to move big-ass office chairs or a desk or even a piece of paper, what I decided to do was take a balloon, fill it up with helium, and then put that balloon in the room with me and then move that around because you can't get much lighter than helium, right? Right. And I was able to move that balloon around, but there was a catch. Yeah. And try it. I'm giving y'all some free game, man. I'm in a good mood tonight. I'm telling you, 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 you might want to try this. Right. Get you a balloon, put some helium in it. It's very easy to do. You can do that, have that done at Walmart or anywhere, any party store. And just put the balloon in the room with you, let it float to the ceiling, and concentrate on moving it and watch what happens. Watch what happens. But, but, but look, I, I got to give you a warning because I don't want you to experience the side effects that I experienced. My crown chakra opened up too fast because, believe it or not, when you're dealing with with that level, now you're moving beyond the third eye, all right? The, yes. the, the crown chakra is where the energy actually enters from the cosmos down into your body, right? We, we call yes. that the, the uh, manifesting current, right? The liberating current is from the earth realm where it comes up, the piezoelectric current comes up through the earth, through your, the bottom of your feet, up your legs, up your body, and out your head. That's the liberating current that you use to manifest things. The other current is the manifestation current. Now, again, what happened was my crown had opened up too quick and too much energy was coming in at once. So to give you an idea of what happened to me psycho-spiritually, Think about this. Now, picture yourself on top of a big, big, big hill. And on top of this big, big hill with you is a big, big, big dam holding back millions of gallons of water. Now, at the bottom of the hill, that valley is, let's say, uh, a small village. You know, kids playing, uh, mothers hanging up, clothes on the clothesline, dads out chopping wood or whatever, Right. Now, what would happen to that village if you just open that dam up full blast all at once? And all that water yeah. came rushing down. It's going to wash that village away, ain't it? Yeah. That's what happened to me, and that's why a lot of people go crazy. That's exactly what happens. What you got to do is slowly lift that dam. Let the water come out just a little bit. Ain't no rush. Let the water come out just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then people could people could stand in that water with their feet, let it you know, let let it wash over their feet and, and you know, they could they could have fun in it, they they could even fish in it or, or whatnot. Right? But if it comes out if the liberating current and the manifestation current is coming out 
too fast, it can overwhelm your nervous system. So they say that the human nervous system processes something like 500 million bits of information per second, yet you're only aware of like two or three of those bits of information. Well, what I'm describing is being aware of about 2 million bits of information at the same time when you were only able to process about two or three mil, uh, two or three bits of information before you started doing the exercises. That's what happened to me. So, you know, I, I started having visions and, and visitations by ancestors and stuff like that that showed me how to reground myself and come back from that. But th- those are very powerful exercises, y'all. For real. And, and once you start doing them exercises and you do it in a healthy way. So in other words, you don't have to do them every day. You know, do it a couple times, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes, you know what I'm saying, and give it a rest a couple of days, you know, just contemplate what was going on and whatnot, and then go back to it. Unlike me, because at the time I would do it for like, man, hours and hours and hours a day for a few months at a time. You know what I mean? And then on top of that, I was reading the scientific books that the Library of Congress had them burned. So these books were so significant, Congress didn't even want nobody to read them. So they put them on the burn list. You know, Congress does have a burn list, right, like they did with uh, Wilhelm Reich when he came out with that concept of the organ energy and basically saying that the earth releases sexual energy herself. The earth herself is in a constant state of orgasm. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't want us to understand the earth's orgasmic energy. So then they just said, burn all of his books, (laughs) you know, that kind of shit. I was reading them kind of books at the same time, but it's powerful, man, because when you do it right and you get you get your mind uh, where you can literally move things with your mind, where you can feel things with your mind, not no dramatic stuff like they be showing on TV where you see cars flipping over and all that. I'm not right. talking about all that. <laughs> Even though you never on know. On YouTube, they show people. Yeah, on YouTube, they got a whole series where they show people that can move like some heavy stuff. Matter of fact, it was an Asian chick, and she was like tossing these dudes that tried to do something to her around from it. And since she wasn't even really that close to him either. But um, it's like you can find stuff like that on Facebook. I mean, on YouTube. Um, but you know, this is what it is. I, I don't know. It's like, oh, I want to ask you too, real quick. Um, what is purple? Like when you see this purple light. You know, does that mean anything? It it does to me, uh, and and it depends. Now, if you see if you see purple for me, uh, that is a sign of spiritual protection, and you really need to pay attention to that, especially if you're black, right? Now, right. I, I can't I can't, okay. I, I can't sit here and tell you you know exactly what it's trying to tell you, but what I can tell you is that whatever it is is very profound. Seeing that purple energy saved my ass a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? And here's something else. I, and and I've, I've, I've stated this on record. I believe ultraviolet, which is a, 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 you know, a shade of purple, if you will, light ultraviolet and whatnot, these are colors that are associated with melanin. So they show up as uh, ultraviolet or purple sometimes in the auric field, so even when I'm taking photographs of a person's aura, what I've noticed is white people don't have ultraviolet in their aura. You, you might find one out of a couple thousand, 
You know what I mean? But but other than that, they, they just don't have it. Remember, ultraviolet is what gives them cancer. Remember the UV uh-huh. rays from the sun. That's purple rays. Right, we have it in our aura. So, so I mean, it, it goes to show you we are literally the sun. So the the sun's ultraviolet rays can't hurt us because that's who we are. Everything we are, they every they, they everything they the opposite of us. Everything we are, they the opposite. So yep. Also, I wanted to say, um, the Oregon energy, they said that's good for if we get because I know they still outlawed. I heard they still. I hear they actually arrest you if you talk about it, or they can prove you got one, and they try to make sure people don't get them. But yeah, it's probably a good thing we get Oregon generators at least one to keep it in your house. Because this can um, stop a lot of these attacks, um, physical and spiritual. That's why yeah, they want to happening. Well, well, see, and, and they're so easy to build. I mean, they, they they can't stop you, you know. And and the the types that we have uh, now, we we took so, a little something from uh, 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 Doctor Reich's work, but we were building amplifiers more like the the pyramids in ancient Kemet. You know what I mean? Because that's that's where he got the concept of Oregon from. And you can actually see it very easily. And when you see it, you'll learn that you can direct it with your mind. And this is where the old saying of energy follows thought came from. Right? I mean, it's, it, they, they meant that literally. Right? So when you can see the Oregon energy, or basically it's just to keep it all the way 100, Oregon is nothing more than the Earth's auric field. It's it's the etheric layer of the earth. That's all it is, right? And it's not just the earth. It's every planet. It's what we call uh, uh, empty space. It has it too, all of that. It's all stemming from what they call the vacuum, all of it. Uh-huh. You know, so. Yeah. This just confirms everything. That's what I'm saying. People be trying to make me think I'm crazy. And after a while, you don't really believe them, but you just – you know, you just get to a point like, well, I see a lot of people just ain't ready to say themselves. Because I know this shit is real. But they be steady convinced me, maybe I'm reaching. I'm like, no, I'm not reaching, man. I'm seeing shit. But, yeah. Man, let, let, me, let, let me give y'all some references right now, man. So so next time somebody say that shit, man, but yeah, as a matter of fact, look, it, it, it's on you whether you want to educate them or not, you know, depending on the energy that you feel from those people. All right. All you got to do is just Google um, let's say the American Journal of Clinical Hypnosis slash etheric energy or something to that effect. You'd be surprised. Even back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, there was a lot of information about the etheric body, the astral body, mental energy, psychic energy, organ energy. They called it different names. They called it uh they got uh, what they, the Arctic force back then before they niggerized uh, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Rackenbach for, for pointing it out, you know. So before, it was the same energy that Wright called Oregon, but before Oregon, it was called the Arctic force. And they quickly niggerized him. They say, yeah, we, yeah, we don't need you reminding these black folk of what they were doing when they were building pyramids and shit. So yeah, he, they, 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 they quickly bagged his ass up. When I tell you they bagged his ass up, I mean they bagged his ass up and threw him in the Atlantic, Jack. You know, they, <laughs> they literally did Damn. to keep this stuff in. 
They did the same thing with, with that dude. Uh, what, what was his name? Franz Antoine Mesmer, the dude that discovered hypnosis for white people. Remember him? He was building batteries. He would take a fifty uh, a fifty gallon barrel and make a battery with it that would literally store organ energy. And then he would just put people inside the barrel and heal them. And this is before this is before uh, uh, Wilhelm Reich even called it organ. This is way before that. And then he started teaching the poor people, and the British royal family didn't like that, so they niggerized him. They beat the hell out of him, made him apologize publicly for blasphemy and, and scientific quackery, and then they quietly killed him in the middle of the night where everybody was asleep. Hold on real quick. William, William Reiki, and then the other one's name is um, Antoine, something Antoine. Yeah, French Antoine Mesmer. I uh, spelled with the Z, uh, F R A N, uh, as in Nancy, Z as in zebra. The friend Antoine who? Uh, Mesmer. Because remember, before they called oh, hypnosis, they called it mesmerism. Yeah, they like still do like mesmerize. Yeah. Yeah. And what uh, is yeah, Wilhelm, uh, W-I-L-H-E-L-M, I believe. Uh, Wilhelm, R-E-I-C-H. William Wright, get out of here. Bag you something cool. Hey, man, I'm, uh, hey, hey, check this out. Hey, man, I got some, hey, man, I got some documentaries about that dude from Britain that'll blow your mind. You can't even get them in America. You got to go to Britain. Damn. You can't order them. You got to go to Britain to get them. I got some <laughs> shit for your ass. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, one more thing. That, um, when you said we could Google the um, Ethan hey. something. Hey, uh, before you go on, uh, can I ask, uh, can I ask uh, the guy a question about something? Now, um, the brother, uh, what is his name? Hip-hop therapeutic. Now, um, what is your thoughts on blood, like, um, since you're talking about, like, the, the minds and the ultraviolets and stuff? Now, you know, I'm always speaking a lot about Latinos and Arabs and stuff. Do they have, in, like, you said that they, you know, the ultraviolets that cause them to have cancer that black folks don't have. Do they have anything in there that caused them? Like, do they have the same kind of uh, uh, stuff that we have to be able to catch the stuff white folks get that we don't? I, I think I caught that. Uh, the last part was kind of breaking up, but you're asking, uh, let's just say, for example, do they have some of the same spiritual uh, tools that we have that yeah. could, let's say, yeah. you know, prevent them from. Well, yeah. well, it, uh, it it depends on their heart. You know, uh, this was the number one thing that I noticed about them, and I was very curious about that because I, you know, I I didn't want to be a bigot myself, but at the same time, I wanted to know the truth. You know, because obviously people are seeking to to maim us and. And, and and just flat out destroy us, then they must be scared of us or something. 
So I figured I need to know why it is they're afraid of me, and whatever they're afraid of, I need to embrace that God speak. So one of the things I found out was that if if you have a, a, a person, uh, let's say a non-melanated person, whose heart is in the right place. Now, you got to remember, when we talk about reflection eternal, as some of us call it, uh, that is the most ancient of ancient of ancient of ancient memory. You know, the, 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 the entities that we were uh, so-called in the past, that we still are now, that are in hyperspace, because remember, there's only the now. So past, present, and future are really in the now. And we have technology that can extract the the so-called past out and show it to you on photographic film. The woman who invented the technology was killed by the U.S. government and niggerized effectively. But that's another story. All right? Now, basically, if their heart is in the right place and they want to know the truth about God, if they want to know the truth about uh, their interdimensional nature, believe it or not, they attract certain energies that quickens their etheric body, which is like the A-frame of a car. Your etheric body is like the A-frame of the car. Right, your A-frame holds everything up, including you and your motor. Right, so if your etheric body has holes in it or whatnot, you can't really absorb the type of light that you need to absorb to get to the next level. You won't vibrate correctly. So most of them, because of what their ancestors have done, and because of some of their racist proclivities. They 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 have damaged they have damaged auras they have damaged etheric bodies damaged mental bodies or whatnot and this is why they go through such extremes to make themselves seem to be more intelligent than everybody else even though they stole every damn thing from us. However, you you have those few who who are trying to see beyond that rhetoric. You know, and they realize that, you know, it's a trap. They realize all this talk about whites being the greatest thinkers, the greatest uh, holy men, the, you know, light workers, uh, herbal doctors, medical doctors, scientists, philosophers. They, they know that's bull, and they want to get to the truth so they can align their souls with the creator of the world. Now, the spiritual law suggests that anyone who does that and pays uh, homage to the creator and pays homage to the fact that that we are made in the image of God, which makes us co-creators, uh, you know, right. and that they're able to attract, you know, certain powers. But keep in mind, we've been doing this for so many hundreds of millions of years longer than they have, no matter how advanced spiritually they are. And there are some of them that are uh, ascended masters. So, So don't get me wrong, but they're nowhere near where we are. 
They're just yep. they're, they're just not. It's it's not being a bigot. It's it's just stating a fact. They're they're just not there yet. But but the universe, as some would would say, does offer them some protection if their heart is in the right place. So I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Yep. For the most part, though, a lot of them do because their hearts don't be in the right place. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. something you can't intellectualize. It's something you can't fake. They could fake everything else. They could fake history, right? They could steal our inventions and say they did it. They can do that, right? They they could build these huge monuments and say that they created the architecture that, that designed the damn buildings. They could say that. They can lie about every damn thing else, but you can't lie about whether or not your heart is going to pass the scales of my eye or not. You can't lie about that, right? right? Either your heart is pure or it's not. You're not going to fool the creator. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's just not. And then they don't have no soul. They don't even have a heart. You know what? As a matter of fact, back in the day, I I used to argue against that. But you know what? I don't anymore. And I'll tell you why. Because if you can see auras, if you can see auras like, right, and I know I can't often know it, then you can tell certain chakras will be in place. They don't never have certain chakras in place. They they don't. They don't have no soul. But but, but here's what throws people off, though. Here's what throws people off. A lot of people think the soul is the astral body. That's the problem. No, the soul and the astral no, body are not the same thing, y'all. The right, soul and the not. spirit are not the same thing. Yeah, but and I want y'all to notice this even in church. You know, have do you notice your pastors? And I'm not just picking on Christians, right? Because Muslims do it too. Have you noticed they don't explain to you the subtle anatomy? How come they don't explain your spiritual anatomy? They're supposed to be spiritual, well, right? They can't. They, they, have, they don't know. Uh, and those that do know that he ain't telling. Well, they'll get killed. Shit. <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying? So well, it's easy murdered. for them. It, it's easy for them to take people like us and just say, "Well, you know, you know, he's talking woo woo." You see that 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 all metaphysical stuff. You know, they they lump it in the realm of conspiracy theory and got people laughing at it and shit, and black folk laughing yeah. when it ain't funny. You know, and it's like, no, you might want to understand, you know, your true divinity. You know, you talk all this stuff about soul, understand how your soul operates. What is your soul's anatomy? You know, so so the soul is of a much higher vibration than the astral body. All right, there are bodies that are higher than the astral body that's lower than the soul. For example, what we call the causal body. The causal body literally looks like have you ever looked at a, a chandelier? Have you ever looked at a chandelier with with a bunch of bright lights around, and you see this light yeah. kind of glistening and shimmering off of the chandelier yeah. like a rainbow? T- you ever see that? That's exactly yeah. what the celestial body looks like. The celestial body surrounds yeah. the soul. Some people call it the the causal body. It's the same thing. It literally surrounds the soul. The Bible speaks about it in the Book of Revelation. It really does. It does. Really it does. speaks about the seven candlesticks of God. People don't know what the hell that means. The seven rivers before the throne of God. People don't know what the hell that is. It's actually talked about the meridians, which creates the chakras. I'm going to say that again. The meridians create the chakras. Wow. Right? 
yeah. So so that so just just uh, uh, FYI, right? The chakras aren't there just because they're there because you got two different currents going in two different directions. It's kind of like uh, 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 you know, remember the time when you were driving, you, you were driving uh, in a two lane road, right? You're going about fifty. A car comes the other way and it's going fifty. As y'all pass each other, you could feel this huge pull on your car, right? They could yes. feel the pull the other way, too. You know why you could feel that pull? Because as y'all pass each other, you create a tornado-looking vortex between y'all because y'all are going the opposite way. And that vortex pulls on both of your cars, all right? So the meridians are like your cars, the chakra is the little whirlpool in the end that's uh, in the middle that's created by the two opposing forces going different ways. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And brother, you know what else I mentioned uh, right fast? You were talking about auras, and it kind of reminds when you were saying that. You remind those they used to have those uh, so-called thing, the mood ring. Oh yeah. And it kind of reminded yeah. me when you were talking about that, you know, it changed, it's supposed to change according to your mood. But I was thinking about you saying you see it change with a person aura as well. Because I, I was thinking of that. Because before I got anything into knowing all that, I said, Damn, you know what? I wasn't said having any connection that ring kind of still the same thing as showing your aura, you know, but just in that, in that form, I said, is uh, connected with that ring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it definitely has uh, some parallels, but the real technology is the aura camera because it's a biofeedback system. Uh, the, like with the one I got, and you can see it on Hip Hop Therapeutics. I can literally photograph the chakras. We could take videos of your chakras. So, just say for example, we put you on the machine. We could show you your chakras, and then we could give you a supplement. And and I think what the brother was uh, speaking about earlier with the herbs and whatnot. That's real talk, uh, and this is one of the reasons why they wanted to get rid of Dr. Sabi. And I think that if Dr. Sabi, um, I, I, well, I don't want to get too far into that, but but I'll say it like this here: basically, herbs can heal the uh, the lower four levels of the human auric field. Now, when you talk about marijuana. Marijuana specifically interacts with the fourth and fifth level of the human aura. So to put it in perspective, think about it like this. When you learn to see the auric field on the fourth level, which is associated with the heart chakra, believe it or not, uh, that's when you start to see entities that exist in those realms. You won't see them until you can at least see into the fourth layer of the orb. When you see them, that's when you can start to see like light beings and and, and things that most people wouldn't believe exist. Ayahuasca tea could help you out too if you want to jump start. Drinking some ayahuasca. Yes, sir. Y'all brothers did that? Yeah, because I'm hearing us. I'm hearing some air, like some yeah. some hissing sound in my background, like everything got quiet. I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it on my phone too, and then it got quiet. Yeah. Damn. Damn they trying to hush. They trying to shut y'all up around here, ain't it? Yeah. It never <laughs> fails, man. It never fails, man. 
It sounds sound like a white noise. It hissing. You know, when that's why the wisdom of our grandfathers, man, is so important. I mean, some of our grandfathers, man, they, man, they, I'm telling you, some of our grandfathers knew some stuff, y'all. Yes, they did. Damn. I know it's good to be able to talk to somebody without being laughed at. Well, 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 you know, like the old saying go, man, they can laugh now, cry later. Yeah, they can laugh now, cry later. Shit, they laugh, I'll be laughing right along with them. Because at the end, they're going to see me. They're going to see me in the end, and I'm still going to be laughing. They ain't going to be laughing, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, hey, man, like 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 we say in the South, it's hard, but it's fair. Yes, yeah. yeah, I was reading some. Uh, I, I remember uh, y'all made me have to pull out my book because earlier they were saying something too, and I had my holy tablets that was you know written by Dr. York, and he had something here talking about the uh, the etherins and the uh, etheric doubles and stuff like that. We was talking about it, kind of like Dave, you were talking about a little bit earlier about the blood and this and that. But I want to read a little part right here. He had a chapter he was talking about ether. And I didn't read too much. It ain't too long. And it goes into uh, Akasha Records. Well, he's mentioned about the Akasha. But he was saying here, he said, the spirit is in the blood. The blood is liquid. The spirit acts as a spark that ignites the life in the blood. The life produces a light which appears as an etheric shell. It in uh, it inhouses the soul, which is the light messenger. The messenger transport information to the conscious, conscious and subconscious being. The spark of life triggers the mind that pulls itself from the mental reservoir of intelligence, which is governed by the oversoul that is connected to the etheric cord. All messages in light form. Oh, let, me, let me go back. Yeah, all messages in the light form travel through the, the cord from the mental reservoir. Ethereans are the guardians of this reservoir of intelligence called Akasha. But it just went on farther than that. I just stopped right there, though. But yeah, you have a lot of them dealing with different, um, the different forms of uh, uh, etherans, you know, the theory doubles. Yeah, going through this. I read this book in so long, man. Uh, but this, <laughs> this holy tablet, it go into a lot of this stuff, though. No, it's real talk. And, you know, some of us. Uh, affectionately uh, referred to it as nine ether, yep, you know, yep. nine different types of ether or whatnot. And, um, you know, but but there are so many uh, planes of existence that, you know, I mean, so, so the ethers are, you know, there, there are multiple levels. But then when you start getting into the soul itself, that divine spark that, that uh, uh, Master Teacher York was talking about, what what they call that here in the West is the superconscious mind. So you got the subconscious mind, which has four levels. The conscious mind is below that, of course. It has one level. And then you got two levels of mind that's beyond the subconscious, and this is what they don't teach us. When you, when you understand what the, the superconscious mind is, what Dr. York just said makes a whole lot more sense because basically let, 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 let you know, let me uh, uh, shed a little light on it. 
okay, basically, y'all remember playing those games of uh, connect the dots when we were kids? Y'all remember that, right? Yeah. So, 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 so you got that paper and and your drawing, right? You're connecting dot to dot to dot, and as you do, uh, this is what the conscious mind does. The conscious mind connects dot to dot to dot, right? The subconscious mind works differently. So let's just say, for example, you connect half the dots, and then you say, oh, that's a lie. And then you can just go through without looking at uh, the numbers on the dots and just literally connect all the dots because you've seen lines before. Lines are in your subconscious mind. So basically the subconscious mind works by connecting all of the dots at the same time. Now, the two levels of mind that are beyond the subconscious are not only the dots, but the lines that you are drawing to connect the dots, the power that's going through your hand to draw in the first place, the pen in your hand, the paper, the air that you're breathing, and the consciousness that you're using to connect those dots. The superconscious is all of those things. So in other words, when you think of something, the superconscious levels of your mind literally, and I mean this literally, starts to grab the molecules from the air in your environment and form them into the, the, the thought of whatever it is you're thinking. It will literally form the molecules in your environment to, into the shape It'll mold them into whatever image you are thinking about, and that image will be in the space with you whether you see it or not. That's what psychologists and, and we metaphysicians, too, call thought forms, right? A thought form, uh, it, it starts out in the etheric world, but it can go up to the astral world. Now, they call the astral world the world of illusions for a reason because the astral world is where a lot of the thought forms fall apart. And this is what the Bible is telling us with when Jesus, quote, Jesus spoke about the parable of the sower. What Jesus, quote, the son, was really telling us was how the subconscious mind works. So the sower went to sow, right? The, the seed represents thought. So the fertile ground represents the subconscious mind. So the person, the sower went to sow. Some of the seeds fell amongst thorny places, right, and got choked out by the weeds. The weeds represent the negative thoughts. So, for example, you know how it is when you're having good thoughts, and then all of a sudden these negative thoughts come, these negative images come. And if you are not careful, they will literally choke out the good thoughts that you're trying to dwell on and that you're trying to manifest. That's what the parable is talking about. Some of the seeds fell amongst dry ground and, and withered away and died because they couldn't take root. In other words, when you have those thoughts, some people don't literally meditate on what they're supposed to be meditating on. So the thought forms are never built. They're never constructed in the first place. So they just wither away and die and so on and so forth. And some of the seeds fell amongst good ground and produced tenfold, hundredfold, thousandfold. And so in, in this case, the person with the good thoughts uh, was was uh, diligent, 
and they stayed focused, and they were able to effectively visualize whatever it was they wanted to create, and then the subconscious mind being the fertile ground sprung forth those good fruit or thoughts that they were thinking, and it changed that person's life for the better. Now, brother, I got to say that. Let me say that. I got to commend you. Now, that's how y'all break down the scripture. <laughs> See, that's yes, how sir. you break. Because many people go into it, and, man, they don't know how deep actually that. See, that's why really some preachers, well, I'm going to say a lot of them, do not touch Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They holler about they follow Jesus, this and that. They don't. Man, that, that gospel, man, got some deep. I ain't going to really say deep, but it has some, man. Well, yeah. Some deep, no, it is deep. philosophical things, man, when y'all, you know how some people use that deep, man, that's deep, but I, I almost got away from that. Man, I'm telling you, because see, you just got to understand those parables. Man, I'm telling y'all, bro, you got to get in there. It's a metaphysical book. It's a metaphysical book for sure. But what happens yeah. is people take it literally, and it's not, it was never written in that spirit. It was, it was, it was always an astrology, astronomy, metaphysical book of spells. That's well, bro, I, well, I was touching on it earlier. Some I agree to certain certain parts of it, but I do say some of it is is literal because you, know, you got to understand the whole different makeup of it. Because now we be talking about you said the Bible is not meant to be taken literal. And understand now this whole book we have it today wasn't written as in in the whole time as a whole collective. It was made from different strolls and put together. But some well, of it is history. When they, when they, some of it is not. That's why I was breaking down the whole part of when so-called, they said when Yahweh we said Yahweh Shah, Jesus was having the Lord's Supper when he was breaking down the body. Now, the Christians would take that, breaking the bread and say, this is the blood, I mean, this is the bread of my body, the wine uh, <laughs> uh, of my blood. Now, they take that literal. Now, that part like is not, yeah. Yeah, cannibalism, symbolic cannibalism, and vampirism. Now, that's not literal because, see, they need somebody to break that down and, and goes of what it really yeah. means. They take that literal. But some of it is it actually literal. Like history part of it. So, like you said, some yeah. is not. Some, like I said, you know, go to a metaphysical part. But when we just say it's not meant to be taken literal, see, now you got to go in and you got to go do a breakdown on, well, okay, what, what you mean? Because, see, you got some fools that take that, and that's the whole reason they don't want to study it. I see that. I know it's a bunch of bullshit. That Bible is a bunch And not understanding, what you know, what part you're talking about. So that's why you had to have teachers to go in there and say, hey, man, well, this is what we're talking about. Because they'll throw away the historical part because yep. you said it's not literal. And they'll throw that shit away. And see, then there's, you know, and then they be looking at them goddamn fools over there now, come out them damn Caucasus Mountains and be realized, see, these are people are the uh, uh, God's chosen people. And that's why they're running every goddamn thing, because, you know, we don't want to touch it and we ain't got nothing. You know, we're not getting the blessing. We're supposed to get an inheritance. So, you know, we got, that's why well, I like to be careful thing. when I say it's not meant literal. Now, we got to explain what portions are we talking about? Well, well, I, I would like to say something about that because that's real. You, you, you know, that's real, man. And I'll tell you something. The reason why that's important is because you got to understand, all right, so the, the, the ancient metaphysicians, philosophers, light workers, occultists, or whatnot, that were uh, weaving the tapestry of the the scriptures that we know today, they were part of what some of us call a legacy 
civilization. Now, here's what I mean by this. So just say, for example, you had the builders of Timbuktu. You had the ancient builders of the pyramid complex right, in Kemet and so on and so forth. Those light workers, those advanced star seeds that constructed those monuments using sophisticated mathematics, what some would call supreme mathematics today, you know, in um, in, uh, in some of our literature, but using supreme mathematics and very advanced physics, science, the metaphysicians and, and others who were trying to document this very ancient and, and high societies, sciences, could only explain those sciences metaphysically. They didn't understand the actual tapestry of the physics involved. For example, the Great Pyramid we know now was a type of phaser. It was a weapon system. And I challenge you right now to to Google uh, aerial photographs of the Giza complex. That's why that beam then, is coming it, from it. You know what I mean? It it, it looks yep. like a gigantic circuit board, and that's what it was. It was part of a larger circuit board. Our ancestors were extremely sophisticated. So again, those folk who were who were uh, writing some of the scrolls or whatnot, they didn't understand the physics aspects of it. So they documented what they could metaphysically. Now that's not to say they didn't know what they were talking about because they did. But as far as using that metaphysics to reconstruct those pyramids and the sciences that was used to construct them, you see nobody's doing that. And it's because you got to have both sciences. Now, here's the thing. Now, this is just my personal theory. Uh, Cause folk always say, well, how did, how did they construct the pyramids? This is what I've seen when I meditated on it. I saw about a hundred, I saw about a hundred ancestors in a circle, a very large circle. And they were projecting this energy from their consciousness into the center of the circle. Hey, hey, uh, brother, can I ask you one question? I, I, I don't mean to break in the middle of you, but I'm kind of glad you actually brought that up about the ancestors and stuff um, and, you know, coming back and all that. Can I ask you something? And I know I'm, I'm glad it's, it's kind of, you know, in with what you're talking about with the ancestors and their bodies and stuff. Um, I had, my grandmother died about 10, about five, four or five years ago. And, uh, we had fought over family property, me and, um, which she left me and my brothers. And, um, some of y'all might know the story, but, um, my aunts and uncles took us off the D house D, which we had, uh, were put on. And um, which our grandmother had put us on when she died. But 
we ended up getting thrown off the family property and I was homeless. But anyway, while I was homeless, I felt like my grandmother should have maybe have came back and maybe have haunted her children for doing that shit. Do you, now my question is with that, what I went through, do the ancestors, like as far as your grandparents, do they, when somebody have done something wrong to someone they love, do what do they do anything like I I've heard you know I went to a, a psychic and you know and I I've never told anybody this and she was like she told me some Sylvia Brown bullshit she was like well your grandmother is laying right next right on in their living room and I was just like I don't believe that shit you know like if that was the case. Why my grandma choked the motherfuckers? But, <laughs> yeah. but, 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 let me ask you something. Do you believe that maybe the ancestors can actually physically work, you know, and maybe help out? And, like, I, you know, I know you're talking about spiritual and celestial and terrestrial beings. But do you think maybe when people die, maybe they can come down and maybe do certain things or actually work a certain way? Do you believe that shit? Because, I mean, because when... Today, he only got about two that, minutes, but we're going to cut off. He only got two minutes, we're going to uh, cut off. In when minutes. I went through that, I, I felt like she wasn't doing shit. Do you, do you believe they can actually work? You know, ancestors can actually work. You know, it, it, yeah, it, it depends on what level or what plane that ancestor is in. Yeah, you know, uh, because when some people die, their their awareness is transferred to their lower etheric body or their ghost. Other people, when they die, their awareness is transferred to one of their higher bodies or their astral body. You know, now the, if those that are in the lower body forms, they can interact more readily with physical people. So if your grandmother was one of those who were extremely spiritual, shoot, she probably, she's probably, uh, you know, on a plane much higher. Good, good work, good course. And that's why a lot of people really they dismiss a lot of stuff dealing with maybe the scriptures or whatever, because we're going to have to go into that another time, man, because that, that's that's a good one right there to end out, too, but what the brother was saying about that theory. And people just think it's some, some spooky God trying to control you or these rules. Like you said, what, how do you say the Bible is the basic instructions before leaving Earth? So, And that's why I was saying on the last show, you it's, it's deeper than this physical body, this avatar. It's deeper than that because you got to understand, by, like I said, about your spiritual self. What they say again, with spiritual beings having a human experience. So you better don't just yeah. focus on this damn avatar. You better focus on, you know, this, like, like even in Kimmy, they talked, they highly spoke about the afterlife. So, so many of these dudes yeah. around here today, you want to talk about Kimmy, 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 but y'all not teaching the people about the afterlife. But I know we got about three minutes. They probably, three seconds, they probably cut our ass off. Appreciate everybody for tuning in tonight, man, on Culture Freedom Radio. Appreciate that great build today, man. I love man. this show. Man. 
It's been, yeah, it's been With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 